Hey, welcome to Pass the Paint. I'm Mark. I'm telling. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. There was some reveals at Warhammer Fest that is going to be the bulk of this episode. We have some fancy slides made up, fancy not fancy slides. So if you're an audio listener, check it out on YouTube. I'm not sure if we're going to continue doing this sort of stuff for future episodes or not. Hard to say. Only the highest production values here. Yeah, we'll see how this shakes out and where this show goes in the future. You know, we're still testing things out, so. You forgot to mention that we are the number one Canadian-Norwegian hobby podcast in the world. Confirmed. Oh, yes, we are the number one cross-Canadian and Norwegian painting podcast in the world. So you yeah. should be honored to listen to us. Pretty big deal. It is a pretty big deal. You're right, sir. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about some of the stuff we've been working on quickly before we talk about reveals. Uh, myself, uh, I'm still racking my brain trying to think of what color to paint my Tyranid guns. Uh, that's it. I think by this point, I have suggested every color that exists. Yeah, I was asking my girlfriend and she was suggesting stuff and I was like, no, those are bad ideas. These are colors that exist. Yeah, I don't know. I've tried turquoise. I've tried purple. I tried like flesh tones. I don't like any of it. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. It's just Go flat black. Never fails. The, the problem, I really like. We'll get, uh, <laughs> I really like doing like a red gun or something, but the arms are red. So I don't know. I might I might just do what my sisters of battle are and do black but highlighted with turquoise. Yeah. Like so we'll see. I'll, I'll I'll mess with it later. I got lots of test models obviously. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, what have you been working on? Uh still working on Archeon, the exalted grand marshal of the apocalypse you mean is Archeon. Archeon. Isn't Archeon? I don't know. It's a fantasy name. Who cares how you pronounce it? Although uh, Archeon does workshop. Wait, did you say Archeon? Yeah. Okay, that sounds cool. Anyway, Anyways. I'm working on him. And uh, <laughs> it's it's actually going. It's actually going surprisingly well. Uh, I mean, I've done the wings like four times now. Or rather, done them in like four stages where I started out with the airbrush. Did like a wet blend to get more, more color and like more texture in there. Then airbrushed over that to smooth the blends out. Then did an oil wash. Then airbrushed over that to like heighten the the lighting and i am considering if i want to do a bit more brush work but at this stage i kind of have to move on just to kind of see what the what the figure looks like and i like i said doing the um doing the back like the, the black scales on his back really pulled everything together there so now i just need to get myself some um some masking putty so I can uh, so I can do the sides and the front because uh, there's no way I'm ever touching um, what do you call it the liquid uh, ma- masking um, you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah yeah that like stuff that. it like pulled up the varnish paint on masking so. yeah it, it pulled up the varnish on his his wing membranes it thankfully didn't like damage the paint but it left some some ugly marks so so what you do is you go by yourself a couple packs of blue tack and you use that for everything. I'm just going to buy some expensive masking putty. I, I, I have so much blue tack and I've been using the same <laughs> stuff for years for masking, for holding minis to holders, uh, for, you know, 
priming yeah. and stuff, all that jazz, holding pieces together. That's the idea, anyway. Um, and I, I've been, you know, pull, uh, putting in some other details, the metals. So I, since I can't really finish the uh, the Dragon Dorgar um, now before my vacation, I might actually paint Archeon himself. I feel like I just pronounced his name the third way. Archeon. Yeah, whatever. Uh, himself uh, today, just to get a start on that. Although it's terrifying because um, when you look at what other people have done with the model, a lot. Ar- yeah, Ar- Archeon himself tends to sort of disappear into the dragon and kind of not be a really prominent part of the figure because he is huge for a normal person. He's actually like, he's not like primary he's sized. He's pretty small compared to those guys, Dorgar. but compared to, yeah, compared to like a normal chaos warrior, he's pretty big, but he still just like drowns in the dragon. And I want to try to uh, make him stand out a bit more. Are you going to do the thing where people do the different runes on his shield, different colors? Probably not. Probably okay. just do them all red, glowing lava color because pretty easy. Yeah, that's fair. Um, anything else to say before we get to the reveals? Yeah, let's get to it. All right. This weekend, Warhammer Fest was going on where they did a bunch of reveals. Yeah. Namely, 10th edition stuff. So, yeah, we know the starter box is named Leviathan, 25 Space Marine minis. 47 tiered minis. Currently, I believe the only way to get the full size rule book, they did mention that the lore and crusade missions will be released separately. So I'm assuming every kind of part of the main rule book will be released separately at some point, like horror rules will be released separately, or I guess those are free. Um, it also comes with a mission deck and transfer sheets. But um, what what's your thoughts on um, the whole rule book thing? I don't really care. <laughs> really? I, I think it's I think it's a really good idea. I think it's super smart and interesting. I mean, um, I've been I do I even own the ninth edition core rules? I don't think I even own a copy of the rule book. Really? I love buying rule books. Even like even when I didn't play different editions, I would just buy rule books because I like reading them. Um, nah. I you can get the core rules are free online. And if you go to play someone, someone always has like whatever rules you need. No mm. problem. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, let's talk about the Tyranids. That's kind of the most interesting stuff. <laughs> uh, so the things we knew about already were the Termagants, the um, Von Ryan Leaper, and the Winged Tyranid Prime. Yeah. They uh, kind of talked about those again. But the, as for new stuff, oh, <laughs> yeah, they have Rippers. Oh, my God, Rippers. Anyways. That's a um, surprise. That's That's shocking, frankly. Yeah. Anyway, so the psychophage is that weird tentacle beast thingy. And the one thing I wanted to point out is that <laughs> in the description on Warhammer Community, it says it eats guys and, quote, turns their essence into a raging psychoclastic torrent. What does that even mean? Well, for you see, uh, psychoclastic, that's like a psychic volcano, I guess. You know, a pyroclastic storm is the storm of, like, ash and gas that follows a volcanic eruption. Or maybe precedes it. I don't know. I took geology, but I'm not, you know, that was years ago. See, the thing for me, the thing for me about these guys is I thought they were, like, a support beast where they would, you know, consume things and create, like, auras of some kind. 
But by saying cycloclastic torrent, it makes it seem like it's an attacking beast. This 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 looks to me like an art like a psychic artillery monster. Yeah, they're really leaning into the psychic ability stuff of Tyranids this release. Yeah, no, this is this is pretty cool. It's a great mini though. Uh, I, I like the uh, spikes on the tentacles. Yeah, I, I like the mouth. Yeah, I like the mouth. I like the mouth. I like the, I like the butt. The little midsection is a little weird to me. It might be just the angles that we've seen. You know what this looks like, though? The Venom Crawler? No, well, yes, that too. Now Everyone's you mentioned it. That but, but if you if you played the game uh, Darkest Dungeon, there are these artillery monster insect things that have, like, tubes. They shoot, like spore artillery out of and uh, and this is that guy yeah no i don't know this guy, this guy's gonna be really fun to paint i can't wait i've noticed something on tyranid minis that on clawed hands they do a little like pink transition on the arms yep which is annoying me because that's what i do on mine i'm like god games workshop he's, <laughs> he's cramping my style yeah, they've been following you around, like looking, stealing your stuff. Yeah, they've been checking out my Instagram and being like, damn, that Mark guy has some great ideas. Yeah. Speaking of Tyranid Paint Schemes, uh, we're going to have some stuff to say later on about that. Um, actually, I'm just going to go back one slide or two slides. Um, but I've noticed this with the ter- uh, Tyranids. Is it not 100% consistent with how they paint Tyranids? Maybe you can see it here. Yeah, like, so I'm looking at a mm. picture of uh, two Termagants here. And if you look at their elbows, they're kind of maybe not here. We'll see it later on. I'm pretty sure, but they kind of do different colors um, for the sa- similar bits on various Tyranid models. Yeah, the thing that stands out to me is the the Ryan's have a lot of red in the black. No, 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 no. I'm I'm talking about on same minis, and they'll do variations. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, no, no, no! I see it now. Like the top guy is a lot more purple than the bottom guy. Yeah, who's more? Well, actually, the top guy's more violet. The bottom one's more purple. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, we'll see more of that later too. But let's talk about the Barbgons, which are a uh, midfield artillery unit. So you know, kind of, like a mix between a gaunt and a biovore. Uh, side note. All the new they've re- they showed two new gaunt models and they're both gaunts. Neither one are gants. So termagants are still the only gant. And I'm curious about that distinction. <laughs> you think that these would be barb gants because they're like a shooty one? I mean, if you say so, I ass. I couldn't tell you the difference. I know this is just dumb stuff for me. Or or know. just rename termagants to termagants and no one would care. Yeah, like literally the the nobody would even notice. I don't think maybe you. You'd notice. Uh, I mean, Tyranid players would notice, absolutely. But like, maybe I don't think anyone would actually care about it. No, I don't know what aliens are. I just know what the what sound they make when they die. Mm. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> These guys, though, th- this is a better picture than what they had um, the first ones we saw, where they were actually from the other side. Because when the gun parasite bit is obscured, they look very stumpy. Mm. Oh, I love these minis. These might be my favorite minis that they've shown. This looks a lot better because now they like it, it actually shows how they look like hunched over carrying this massive thing. Yeah, no, I um in the video when I was going over it, I was like, oh, it looks like the guns off to one side. Like it looks asymmetrical. That's interesting because yeah. back when I thought that they were biovores still. 
but apparently they're not. They're barb gaunts. They kind of just look like termagants, a little bit bigger with a shoulder rocket. And this is the first time I've seen a termagant or termagant, tyranid gun where it's clearly a separate organism. Do they have three legs and three arms? Two arms? No, no, no. So the I think that second like that third hoof there is the instead of the arm holding it up. So you have the two arms holding the gun up, but on the other yeah. side, one of them is an additional leg for support and the other one is a little claw. Yeah. That that's a very interesting model. I yeah, I it's an it's growing on me. Design. Yeah. No, that's cool. I, that's cool. I absolutely love it. I like the um, the choice that they painted the gun in, where they did yep. the um, little orange glow bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a parasite or, or something, right? Yeah, they're, the guns are separate organisms. So yeah. in the description, it says something to be like, oh, the parasite has fully taken over the gaunt or something like that. Like, I don't know. Yep. It's really confusing how they worded it. <laughs> A parasite in a hive mind where you'd think both were part of the same hive mind. Yeah, whatever. Um, anything else you want to say about these guys? Uh no. Now they're 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 cooler than I thought. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to picking these up. You you it comes with five of them. Um I only have a picture of three up because two of them are identical. So mm-hmm. uh next up would be the Neurogaunts, which are like a synapse relay and synapse bodyguard monsters and uh, they have a creature called a node beast which is a squad leader uh, these are not hormigons as i said and people insisted i was incorrect <laughs> so you know stick it to them uh I, I really like how again they have these little uh parasitic organisms on oh, yeah, their backs they do. they do little crab creatures uh, uh, these to me they look very stumpy. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of that. All right. So bear with me here. Yep. Look at the leader beast. Yep. Look at his tail. Oh, just along his tail, and the guy uh, to his left along his tail. You can see mold lines. Is that a mold line? Absolutely, it's a mold line. If you look at it like a larger image of it. Yep. You can't see my mouse cursor. No. Well, maybe you can. No, I don't know. Maybe you can on the Discord. Absolutely mold lines right there and right there. Yeah, it's weird. I, d- I don't know. Anyways, th- these are things I only notice when I'm like zooming in to look at the details. <laughs> Ouch. So. Nobody has ever done before, but no, no, no. Not. Oh my God. On the left hand side guy, there seemed like the <laughs> part of a gate or something on the tail. I, I think it's just the- that's just a big chunk of mold line. Maybe. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I like these guys. I, I don't know. I don't like the bottom armored jaw. I think that's a little weird. I think, um, to me at least, the, the pink is an odd choice. The pink for the armor? Yeah, because, well, not, not the color itself, but they made it too shiny. It's just, for me, it's weird because the organism on the back has the carapace color of, of, the, of the other Tyranids. Yeah. But the main neurogaunt itself has a different carapace color yeah and i don't know if there's a reason behind that or they just painted it that way because they thought it stood out and looked cool probably that big big shrug from me dog to me the the pink reads borderline like metal on on the um 
in the right side image, the guy in the top left, that's that's just pink metal armor. Uh, speaking of the right side image, you can kind of see what I'm talking about here. Look at the top two's legs and how red the yep. joints are. And then the one, all the other ones, look how not red and just fleshy it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I see it. Why is there... You'd assume that they'd all be painted by the same team or person and there'd be some sort of style guide. And also, if you look in their mouths, they're all like pretty dark purple in the mouth. But the one on the right at the very bottom, it's a little bit of a brighter purple. Yep. And all the variations of purple on the armor is a little bit different. Even even taking out the leader beast who is, is fine having a different color. But I don't know. It's just little things I noticed. It means nothing, obviously. No. I mean, I wouldn't have noticed. Not that. I noticed other things, but not... Ooh, but you can... Yeah, you can see it a lot better in their feet. Mm-hmm. Because those are very red on the right mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. On the left side, they're flesh-colored. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I, I like how the leader beast has, like, a big old brain sticking out the back. Yeah, that that is a cool touch. I do like that. I think I'm going to do my brain's turquoise. I thought about <laughs> doing the gun's turquoise, but I think I'm going to do them red or something. I don't know. Have you ever painted anything that didn't incorporate turquoise? No. Oh. Have you painted anything that didn't incorporate ice yellow? No. Exactly. <laughs> I just did last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a whole lot to say about these. They're just smaller gaunts. That I guess yeah. are just aren't going to be like at- attacking units. I guess they're just bodyguard for the most part. And I guess by calling them synapse relays, that they just increase the range of synapse. Yeah. Drug. So um, these. Oh. What? Sorry. Uh no no go on. It's no, no, this no. guy. Are, are these what? Are these what? Uh like drone creatures, like like tau drones. Mm, I, I assume they'll act similarly. But not exactly the same. Like, mm. they're not going to attach to well, a squad. Of course, not exactly the same, because nobody wants that to happen ever yeah. again. They're they're just going to be... Is it like Crypto Thralls? Is that like yeah. the... Yeah, I think so. The, the Necron, Necron ones. Necron equivalent that are kind of just bodyguard beasts that walk around on their own? Yep. Yeah, I think it's going to be similar to that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the big boy, the Neuro Tyrant. This guy's awesome. Not exactly what I thought. It, in the description, it calls it a support beast that focuses the mental power of other Tyranids and increases the shadow in the warp. Mm-hmm. So I guess if other psychers are in range of it, maybe they get like pluses to their rolls or whatever or increases synapse range. I don't know. Um, I, I thought it was going to be a lot bigger. It's a smaller mini than I, than I thought yeah. originally. It, it does look a bit smaller than... Um, well, actually... Yeah, is that what what size base is that? Like fifty millimeter? Uh maybe a bit bigger. It, it looks about the same size. Like mo- total, it's about the same size of the um, new Screamer Killer, which we haven't talked about yet. But... Really? Yeah. So it's it's a huh. big beep. It's a big boy, but for some reason, I was expecting it. I was I'm not expecting. I was hoping it was going to be like a Lord of War sort of thing, like a big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I big know what you mean. Boy from uh, the army. I guess the small brains are probably in 32, so that's probably like a 16 millimeter base for the um, the big boys. So, yeah, it's pretty big. 
Yeah. But yeah, not like not Lord of War. <laughs> I, I got a lot to say about this model design wise and paint job wise. Yeah. Uh I like how on its back it also has like a little bug parasite on it, just like the Neurogaunts <laughs> did. Yeah, just chilling there. Yeah, but it's like a bigger one. It's pretty cool. Yep. Um if you look at the back of its head, the way they paint the skin on the back. Yep. I love it. It looks super disgusting and i'm super jealous and i wish i could paint something that like fleshy and you mean you mean the 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 bit by the by like the blue brain part yeah yeah that looks awesome with like it's like flesh color but there's like blue in the recesses and it kind of looks it looks like it's all ridged but it's like in like a a, uh like a sausage tubing kind of thing exactly like yeah it looks like something that's underneath like a translucent layer of skin mm-hmm. it's all like moving underneath yeah, yeah it's awesome yeah i am very it's something i've really wanted to learn how to paint on my tyranid like tails specifically but i've never been able to make it look the way i want but oh looks great here uh, it's good uh i think the dead marine head on the base looks very stupid i'm gonna be removing that it looks super out of place to me that just look yeah. That just looks like it just looks like it was a head glued to a base. Exactly. Like it looks like they snipped off like the bottom part, but not even, like the rounded bit that goes into the marine body still there. Yeah, it doesn't look great. Um, the little side beasts, they're they're cool. I really like their design, but there's not much to say about them. I do love just the look of the brain itself, the the glowing blue, and you can the 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 lines on the carapace by the brain. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about them too. Are those supposed to be like uh, <laughs> like waves of psychic energy? Yeah, I th- I think that's what it's supposed to be. Is it supposed to be like an OSL effect of like <laughs> like a cartoon radio tower? Yeah, <laughs> it it looks so on the side profile shot. It looks kind of goofy, but the straight on shot, I think it gets the idea across. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a little silly when you think about it, but it's a cool effect. I dig it. Nice touch. The the head's a little weird. Like the mouth. It has two of them, it seems. Yeah, the front on. When I first saw the the photo of it or the video of it, I was like, what the hell is going up with its face? Like, what, does it have like, it's got like a big wide open mouth? No, it's just got two mouths. If you look at the side profile, it's just doing the, you know, alien thing where it has a mouth inside a mouth. Yeah, I don't know. It, it it's cool. I, the face maybe isn't quite doing it for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I took away the outer mouth and maybe the tentacles, I would like it a lot more. Mm. I'm gonna be getting two of these guys, so I might do some converting. We'll see. We'll see how it looks in person. Yeah, not generally. I I, I really like this guy. It's oh, a cool beast. I'm not looking forward to painting all that carapace. <laughs> that looks like so how do i say uh i don't know that's where you break out break out the airbrush no just doing all the lines fair enough all the dry brushes nobody will know how it's how dare you uh all right (laughs) last up for tyranids uh if we got nothing else to say about this no it's cool is the screamer killer yeah it it sure is a screamer killer. I don't know what else to say about it. There's aspects of it I don't like. Yeah, there's there's a lot about this I don't like. It's not perfect. It's no. not perfect, that's for sure. Let's I'm gonna start with the neck. 
all the other gaunt, like all the other Tyranid necks that they've shown, it's the segments have run like uh, vertically, I guess. But here the segments are horizontal and I don't know what the diff- like why it's different. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's like a super minor thing for me, but um, something like that just kind of sticks out. The tail facing forward seems very stupid. Yeah, I mean, what is it supposed to? It's it doesn't look flexible enough to st- stab anything. If someone gets that close, you just step on it, I guess. Yeah, and of course the inevitable juvenile jokes about that. Tail. Yes, no, I, I, I mean. It would make more sense to me if the tail stuck out like a normal tail and was used for a slight balance. Yeah. You, you know, like how real animals are, but yep. whatever. It's it's super minor. I can get a, get over it. But I think the tail is my biggest pet peeve with the mini. I think that the whole just doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Because he's very, like, the, the pose second edition designs. Uh, true. Well, actually, that's that's never been established as canon. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now. <laughs> but like the pose itself is just not terribly interesting um i think it could have been made to work but he's too compact like he doesn't look like a kind of he looks a bit slow and ponderous with like the thick legs that kind of the, the legs he's themselves a tank. uh is he he's got an eight inch move that's pretty quick yeah like, is this guy not, like, a more agile version of um, Carnifex? Not, I wouldn't say more agile. It's just, it's a melee variant with a, uh, you know, a, a, a scream attack. In second edition, the Screamer Killer was the largest mini in the range. Mm, really? The entire range. Huh. So when Carnifexes became, like, little small guys, everyone was like, these used to be the biggest models in the entire entire like game and now they're a little dumpy so, i didn't know that because i don't i don't know tyranids <laughs> that's fair so now uh screamer killer is uh, a big boy again it looks like it's an oval I, I can't tell if it's an oval base or not uh, i don't think so probably not they, they've kind of stuck away from oval bases lately well it's, he's not cavalry but yeah now nah, he's too he's too too hey, some carnifexes thick. were on oval bases Really? All right. Yeah. Some releases on circle, some releases aren't oval, depending on where you get them. It's weird. Too thick for my tastes. Well, I don't think you, I think you're wrong but there, sir, but go on. The main thing I don't like though is the head. Yeah, do you not like the armor plates on the side? It makes him look like a balding man. Well, you've seen the second edition Screamer Killer, right? Or the, I guess it technically it was a first edition. I've and seen it, and I, I appreciate that GW are trying to like revive, like have new takes on old models, but some things are not worth preserving. Yeah, maybe the head's a little weird. Uh, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what I don't isn't doing it for the head for me. It's very predator. Like when you look at it straight on. It's a balding predator. That's exactly what I thought. Like, yeah. that's what that is. A, we- a weird thing about this mini too is that there's uh, armor plates going down the neck. Yeah, there, they never has a Tyrant did have that before. It's always just armor on the sternum. And I, I don't have a shot of it here, 
but on the 360 view, you can see armor plates on the back of the leg, and it looks very bad. Does know. the old Screamer Killer not have, like, um, mandibles? Uh, no, I guess it doesn't. Nope. Because uh, I feel like this model should have had mandibles. Sure. Bigger ones than the 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 little, what do you call it? The, the old tiny vestigial is the word I was looking for. Mm. Ones that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and put something on his head. He looks bald. Yeah, maybe extend the carapace all the way back. I don't know. Not gracefully. I do like how they painted the the back of the head, though. All veiny kind of looking. It's cool. Like, in isolation, it's a cool look. I feel like it would have looked better on something else is all. For me, it's the, I think the thing that doesn't work for the head for me isn't the whole balding thing. It's the cheeks. The cheeks feel off. Yeah. Yeah. Should have had mandibles. There's not, there's not a whole lot to say about it. We It sure looks like an updated Screamer Killer. Arms yep. maybe a little long for my taste, but whatever. Not a big deal. Arms also just a bit. The top left one is just too, too straight. Just doesn't look interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's going for a sweep, I guess. Yeah. Also, still not the biggest fan of these scything talons. I wish the forearms were a little shorter, maybe the talons a bit longer. Minor gripes. Uh, <laughs> I do like how he has like the um, extra little tendons or ligaments on in the elbow joints there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyways, Marines. Uh, Hell yeah. Marines now. So the we knew about we're all the, here for. Yeah, we knew about the Terminator librarian. We knew about their the uh, uh, Phobos lieutenant and we knew about the Terminators themselves. Like we've seen all those minis before. So not a whole lot to talk about there. Oh, I, I I have to talk about these. I guess we never really talked about the librarian specifically. No. I think we talked about the lieutenant. We may have mentioned it. He's cool. I, I, I do like him. I'm, I'm going to put one in my army because my Marines are mainly Phobos. Yep. And he's a Tyranid hunter, just like my Marines are. So, hey, what's not to love? Terminators are Terminators, whatever. Yeah, they're cool. Let's talk about the librarian, I guess. He's awful. I don't like him at all. He looks all right. So, so it's, it's part of it is a color choice because blue on blue on blue. It doesn't work for me. I think the runes themselves like sculpted into the model are a slight mistake. Perhaps it, it feels not Marini. It, it, it looks, it look, looks Eldar or something. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I get it. I like, I know, you know, the Marines are all weird like that. And like Thousand Sons would be all about that sort of look. Yeah, they're heretics, though. This doesn't work for me. And also, like the armor itself, the psychic hood thing. I think that's what that is. The mm-hmm. It just doesn't. It looks out of place. Let me tell the you, Terminator's armor, I think, is just bad in general. I mean, yeah, it's it's. Don't worry, I love Grey Knight Terminators and I love Custodes Terminators. I just noticed something about the Terminators that we need to get go back to after. But yeah, no, this guy for me, I can't articulate exactly what it is about him that doesn't work, but it's such a maybe it's largely just the paint job, which is very sort of dark and then blue on blue. Mm-hmm. But he looks I don't want to say busy, 
because he's really not like compared to what he could have been with like covered in purity seals and like plates and all other ornate crap. Mm-hmm. He's not that. He's just like armor plates on armor plates on armor plates. I wouldn't say and he's busy, but there's just a lot going on. Yeah. Nah, it doesn't work for me. I I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or just offline, but you mentioned how Games Workshop's been mixing non-metallic metal and true metallic metals together. Yeah. And his yep. axe is a good example of that. Yep. Um, it doesn't stand out as much as I thought it maybe would. No, and uh, so the gold on the axe head looks like it's that's true metallic, just shaded pretty you well. I, I was going to say the gold in the axe head is non-metallic metal, and then the skull is true metallics. The skull is definitely true metallic. Maybe yeah. the just because of the tonal difference, the um, I think the the stuff on the axe is head is non-metallic metal. You might be right. You might be right. The axe itself, the blue, and it's a force weapon, I assume. Mm-hmm. It's good. But again, it's, it's more blue next to blue next to blue. Yeah, but like, you know, marine psychic colors are blue, right? So Yeah, so, I mean... You, you can't do it anything else or else you're becoming a heretic. Right, so. <laughs> also, this is kind of a minor thing, but the, the cabling, which is like yellow and red... Also, just makes the whole thing look like it's just primary colors. That's what ultramarines are, though. So it's boring, though. I know they are boring. So, what do you want to mention about the Terminators? Um, they're not hunchbacks anymore. The sergeant yeah. is standing upright. Yeah. Well, the guy kind of with walking forward is a little hunchbacky. Well, but, he's carrying a massive assault cannon, though. That's he's excused. No, 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 not that guy. The um, one in the top right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. That's more of a classic Terminator pose. They are slightly hunched over, but that guy, that guy, the sergeant's standing upright. That's good on them for improving their posture. I like it. No, I, they're they're nice to me. I like how they're using the checkers, checkers pattern, yep. whatever. Uh, I like these models. Pattern. They're not like super my favorite thing ever but they're cool it's hard for me to get excited for updated marines because they're just updated marines and they look they do look good but it's yeah. like i don't know it's not like tyranids like but i'm a big tyranid simp so i know other people are like uh, tyranids who cares i don't play marines but also unlike a lot of people i don't i don't hate marines like marines aren't offensive to me i yeah. like painting marines from time to time it's kind of relaxing all right the first one to talk about for new models from the marine would be the brutalis uh, Ballistas Dreadnought, not the Brutalis. Brutalis was the old one. Ballistas. Oh, this is a different one. I didn't even realize. I, I guess I, I knew, but... Um, yeah, so this is are... just a Redemptor with the classic Dreadnought arms. Yep. I like it. I like it too. It does feel... like People talk about how the legs are super long. I think it's just because the arms aren't arms. They're just guns now. Yeah. I, I kind of see what people mean. I think maybe they should have been slightly shorter, but also the old classic Dreadnought is kind of absurd in how stumpy its legs are. Oh, I, I fully expect as soon as someone gets this, they cut the knees out and then drop the legs down and then it'll look just like the classic Dreadnought. Yeah. This design makes sense, though. Did this one make sense? It, it makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. It, it. it does seem a little lacking somewhere, but I don't know. I think of the Redemptors, this is probably my favorite. Also, if you notice the um, on the Laz cannons, the barrels 
are painted as if they're drilled. They're just not. They're not drilled though. Uh, that's pretty classic GW. I think the, the thing that stands out to me is they look like they're white. That's probably that's just lighting. I, yeah, I, I yeah, can see in the right lighting. side picture that. Um, well, the Games Workshop has been pretty good about drilling barrels lately in their images. Have they? Yeah, just on like regular Marines and stuff. I think huh. they've drilled b- barrels lately. Because they didn't used to. No, they didn't used to. Then they started a bit and then are back to not doing it, I guess. I don't know. That is a very well executed circle, though. I know. That's what impressed. <laughs> well, when I first saw it, my first thought was, is that a sticker? Because that's like a perfect circle. <laughs> yeah, that's, that seems like it would be more effort than drilling the uh, drilling the barrel. I'm, I'm wondering if it was a stencil. Maybe. Yeah, who knows? Uh, no, good paint job. There's not a whole lot to say about it. It's, it's a Redemptor with different arms. A lat, the twin. La- Here's the thing. I know we're not like a big rules thing. Yes. Last cannon doesn't have the twin linked keyword. Uh, you mean like currently? Yeah, no, in the new because they show the data. Oh, I I haven't even looked at the rules because I don't care. No, I know. I, I look at them because I don't really understand it. I'm just it's just interesting to me. But, Does it have two shots? Yeah, it has two shots. So, because okay. in eighth edition they got rid of twin linked and made anything that had twin linked just double the number of shots. Yeah. So it looks well, like they're doing a mix of both now. Yeah. Just this depending isn't on what actually a needs it. Twin linked last. Ca- well, is it called a twin linked last cannon? I don't think so. But in like past editions, that's what it was, right? It's two last cannons. It's a twin linked last cannon. But but I think it's kind of a multi melta situation where a multi melta is not a twin linked melta. It's its own weapon. And this mm-hmm. is two last cannons, or not, this isn't two last cannons, it's a double last cannon. I don't know, man. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's cool. Anyways, moving yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the Infernus Squad, which is Marines with Flamers. Yeah, they sure are. And um, all the regular ones all have the exact same pose. My, my, my full take on this is Black Templars have already done this, and they are way cooler. Yeah, Black Templar are cool. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of anything interesting to say about these guys. The sergeant has a cool head. Sure. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Stern Guard <laughs> veterans. I like these guys. Yeah, they look great. They sure look like Stern Guard veterans. Yep. And I, I, I think it's also it is interesting at this point that GW have abandoned the. Uh, I, I guess have realized that Primaris Marines were a mistake, and uh, we're going to pretend Primaris isn't a thing now. So I, I have a lot of thoughts about Primaris. Do you want to talk about Primaris for a couple of minutes? Yeah. Okay. Always. So the I don't know if this was ever confirmed, but I guess the consensus is that marketing wanted people wanted a reason for people to buy them, even if they didn't want updated Marines. Correct. That seems like it checks out. Yeah. But I think what time has shown is that people will just buy updated models because they look cool. Yeah. So I think that was an an experiment that didn't quite pan out. Yeah, I, I think they dropped the ball. I mean, what we've seen happen lately, as we see with the Terminators, because Terminators, I'm, I mean, I don't know lore-wise if these new Terminators are Primaris. I would guess not. Uh, they they mentioned that it's primary. They're primary. The Terminators are both Primaris and Firstborn can wear the armor. Okay, so we know that. The thin veneer of lore justification for this is being set aside. Anyone can use anything now. Yeah. 
And I think Primaris as a concept, like the, the lore behind it is very thin. It's very sort of See, I love the lore behind it of Gilliman having this like contingency plan in the background that he didn't really tell anyone about. And then he's back. He's like, all right. All right. Time to get this shit going. Like, let's. But it, it was Call who did it, though. Yeah, but it was at Gilliman's orders. But see, here's the problem I have. And, and this is where we get into some stuff that makes people upset. But I'm going to say it anyway. All right. So call this G the massive super genius who was around for like the heresy or whatever mm -hmm. is like, all right, Gilman's like, we need, we need new people running out of soldiers. We need to beef up our, our, our ranks. Can you improve our Marine process? And calls like, hell yeah, I can, but I can't fix the problem where women can't be space Marines though. So we're still going to lose out on half our recruiting pool, which to me, Super missed opportunity would have been cool. Think that would have been would have been the way to do it. I think that train has has left the station now, and it's going to be a long time until we can correct that. I don't think we're ever going to get official women space marines. You could just put female heads on your space marines. Call it a day. I wouldn't. I personally, I wouldn't want different armor for the female space marines. No, I I, I agree with that. I I think lore wise, just from um. Because we see it in, in Age of Sigmar, we see it in all new stuff now, GW trying to be more inclusive. Which I... Yeah, I mean, you have the Sisters of Battle, so I guess the Marines are just the male equivalent. I know it's not the same, really, but I listen, if you made female Space Marines at the same time as Primaris, you would have way more hate on the internet than from just Primaris. I think people would listen. get over it. I, I know people would. I I would have no issue with it personally, but freaking baby boys on the internet will act as they act. You know what? I think we need to stop giving them concessions. Anyway, having said that, I also think Primaris was just like unnecessary because it was clearly like a marketing move to update the range and make them have a justification to make them bigger and stronger and cooler. But then um chaos space marines are now also like primary scale they're not primaris marines they're just bigger marines yeah so, no the, the, the primaris was an interesting experiment but then i think they just quick, quickly realized oh people was just buy updated models yeah because they want updated models or people see updated models and say oh i can collect this army now so yeah i mean very va valid point i i don't buy super old models i i refuse no, same. Um, there, there's some like I really want a Grey Knights army. I ain't buying those old Grey Knight models. I'm yep. gonna just wait till they do updated Grey Knights. Yep. I think what is cool about this and what I think it opens uh, the door to is dating. So I, I for a long time a I thought they dating would... sim. <laughs> <laughs> Make that happen. with this. That would be. Uh, can I have? Ne never mind. Uh, I'm not gonna. Walter Kuhn. Um, what I think, uh, so for a long time, I thought they would finally like Legends Firstborn Marines. Mm -hmm. This changes my take on that. I think we will eventually see updated tactical squads and Devastators in the Primaris style, but in, in this, in the way they've done Sternguard now, where it's Mark 10 armor or whatever it is. Yeah, but they're not like strictly Primaris Marines. 
Yeah, but then where does that leave intercessors and the the problem with Primaris is now you have all these data sheets that you have to keep using that seem redundant, like Reavers. What what the hell are point of those? They're they're I think Reavers are stupid looking. Also, those new t shirt gun guys. Yeah, what, oh my what god. What would be their point over a tactical squad with a well with a I I think what you know I'm not saying definitely this will happen, but I think it opens the door to it. And I think what they would do, because Primaris intercessors are very copyrightable, whereas Space Marine tactical squads are not. Mm-hmm. So I think what, what they could do, what potentially could be done, and I'm not saying like now, but like in five years or whenever that kit's get, kit gets updated. Is you give it a fancy name? A turn, well, no, turn basically uh, tactical squads into intercessors or intercessors into tactical squads or some like that i guess if you update the intercessor kit and be like hey now there's wep- different weapon loadout options for intercessors than yeah. just straight bolters something like that i mean thinking about it maybe maybe not but yeah listen i think the marines is the place that they are probably the most stuck trying to figure out what they're going to be doing with them it is I'm difficult. Sure games workshop has a plan but I don't envy them. <laughs> no. No, they have dug themselves a hole. Lore-wise, lore though, I was really... I, I started reading the first of the Dawn of Fire books. I bought the first, like, three, and I still haven't finished the first one. <laughs> but I really liked what they were doing with the old Marines being like, oh, are we being replaced? And, like, having this, like, anxiety about Primaris. And now, how are they going to justify that in the lore? Yeah, like, is it everyone's just cool, or is will firstborn? I guess eventually just die out, and the only remaining firstborn will be like old veterans. Yeah, and then, and then fans can be upset, and then whenever Games Workshop teases like a model with an old helmet, everyone's gonna be like, "Is he firstborn?" No, no, he just has an old style helmet. No, if someone says, "Is he firstborn?" The Games Workshop can say, "Well, you know, when you put him to your army, he can be whatever you want him to be." <laughs> If your army is strictly firstborn Marines, go for it. I, I guess now you can justifiably do that because we know now that firstborn can wear the Mark Ten armor. Yeah, I mean, whatever it, it, it they fumbled it a little bit. I think it's still a little fumbled. I think over time people are just going to forget. So I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to just gloss over it. Yeah, and I, on. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, these guys saying, love them. I'm saying Games Workshop saying moving on. Oh, well, now I've moved on. Okay, let's move on. Uh, apothecary Biologist. Uh, like this not, guy. He, he's not a healing apothecary, but he analyzes fallen enemies to learn weaknesses. So I guess he, you know, attaches to a squad. If a in an enemy unit, if you like, oh, let's say I, I'm just gonna use a Starbucks for example. This guy kills termagants. Or the squad he's attached to has killed a termagant. Cool. Now they get like plus one to hit against other termagants, maybe. Yeah, it like scoops their bits into his little canister. It does like analyzes their weakness. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, oh, their weakness is bullets. <laughs> Damn. Who would have thought? <laughs> I think th- this model's really cool. I like him a lot. You like it a lot more than I do. There's two specific things I really like, which is his uh armature on his backpack i love his little chainsaw and scalpel yep 
and I like his little uh, uh, his little pouches on his waist for his uh, scissors and, and his, his little apron. <laughs> yeah, I like I like it. I like it. I I do think it's kind of hilarious. Like he's got all this like medical. What what do you call that? The the snake symbol. I oh. forget. Yeah, you know, but, I know what you mean. But he's a but doctor, a but but um, he's a this doctor, doctor is well armed. Yeah, he's not that kind of doctor. Yeah, and he he seemingly doesn't care about his teammates falling over dying either. No, he's a PhD in murder. But is so one thing that kind of confuses me. He's in grab his armor, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have the power fists. That, that's not confusing to me. It's just like. At first, I couldn't all, tell all if Gravis don't have power fists because aren't um, heavy intercessors in Gravis armor? Yeah, I guess you're right about that. I just like at first couldn't properly tell, but oh, but yeah. I mean, thing is, I'm a sucker for Gravis armor. I like it. I I like the the aggressors and the chunky boys. Yeah, I think Gravis armor is cool. My mar- marine army is uh, Phobos with some Gravis, and then like dreadnoughts and big armored and tanks and stuff mm-hmm. i think i'm going to move away from the gravis in my marine army a bit i do like this guy but also don't i don't know he, I, i'm mixed about him see uh, when, when i was trying to do marines uh i was trying to do imperial fists i i like my fists horus heresy i don't i don't play it but i have a small force i got the the starter set their fists mm-hmm. and um when i was trying to do it my whole army was Gravis. It was just Gravis units, which is terrible in game, but they're cool. Yeah, they're, they're it's cool armor design. Here, here's a question for you, like game wise. I know you don't really care. Uh, do you think this guy can squad with Terminators? No. Or do you think he can only squad with Gravis? Probably Gravis. Yeah. So see, the main thing I agree with there is this guy probably can't deep strike like Terminators can, but he also will. I'm assuming Gravis and Terminators have the same movement speed, I would presume. Uh, yeah, they're both slow, but... Because who, who else would this guy team with? Like, I guess heavy intercessors and aggressors, aggressors and that's yeah. it? Uh, yeah. Are those t-shirt gun guys? No, they're... they're I don't think so. It just feels limited who this guy could pair with, but... Uh, it would it would be aggressors probably uh, if if he's wanting to get up close then definitely, but I I I would expect them to limit who can join what squads by armor, mm-hmm. because it's easy. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, so uh, lastly for Marines we have the Captain in Terminator armor, and yeah, it sure is a Captain in Terminator armor. Yep. I really don't have a lot to say about him. Nope. He's as boring as most Space Marine captains are. I like some of them. I like the Gravis one. I mean, they have to be kind of boring and bland because you want to uh, let people make their own chapter, like put their own chapter spin on it and put different chapter uh, heraldry on them. True. true. I, I get it. It just, you know, lends them to being a little boring, especially in the just Ultramarines colors. Yeah, there's not a lot to say about this guy, I don't think. Mm, he's standing on a dead Carnifex. I don't know. He's got a tactical <laughs> body and a tactical rock. Yeah, well, I mean, same as the uh, as Lieutenant, right? Does the Lieutenant's on a rock and a nid? 
No, but he's also got like turnip parts on him. Oh yeah, no, for sure. That's Which, fine. By the way, is a design choice I don't really like. Uh, when you have like super specific enemies on bases. Well then you just take it off. I mean, if that's an option like uh, I mean Ultramarines had the Tyrannic War vet models before, right? And they would have Tyranid bits on them, I believe. Sure. What what I don't like about it, let me let me put it this way. Um is I mean, th- this is fine if you're just doing like um, g- generic base, cool. Mm-hmm. But like, um, if so I'm I have Necrons, small... why do I have a dead tier in it on my base? Yeah, but also more to the point, um, I have a small force of Black Templars. They're still unpainted, uh, but they're specifically for boarding actions, right? Mm-hmm. And like, like Hellbrecht has a you're, dead orc. Carnifex. Yeah, Carnifexes can't be in. Uh... Why do I have a dead orc on rocks on my base if I'm on a spaceship? So I have to convert the entire base. Um, this guy right. is on rubble. I, listen, I know you don't like doing bases. I, I do like doing bases, so like none of this matters for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate doing bases, man. Just make your own. Who cares? Um, well, when you buy that 3D printer, it'll be a lot easier for you. Sure will. Sure will. In a month. Yeah. Um, soon, man. Yeah. That's exciting. Not, I just don't like the bases that have. I mean, tackle rocks and everything. I'm fine with that. No problem. Dead bodies, less so because it just feels weird. Like, as you say, like, I'm fighting Necrons. Why is there a dead Tyranid under my base? Mm-hmm. Of course, if you're doing like the Tyranid Hunters themed army, which I that's am. a different matter. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> that it works. You lucked out and got Tyranids on your bases for your army. Now, if they yeah. were Necrons on the bases, you'd have a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm trading. I'm trading away the majority of my Marine half, but I'm going to see if I can keep that this base for future use potential. Mm-hmm. Anyways, all right. Um, the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, Night Haunts for Underworlds was announced. They're ghosts they're pretty cool people like night haunt i really like these this warband or i guess not warband this underworld's band i i mean i really like the night haunt aesthetic i i'm a big big fan uh, i like the last guy here like that they showed the little little smaller guy who's only got the top half of the skull and sharpening his blade yeah i like the uh the first guy like with the downward downward yeah, I'm assuming he's a squad leader. Yeah, he's pretty cool. And also the guy on the right has like a giant anvil on a chain. That's pretty metal. Yeah, I don't know. How's that candle stay on? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a ghost candle. It's a candle that died. Mmm, damn. Rough for that candle. What is the guy with the scroll reading off his scroll? That's is that like is it hilarious? Is that why he's kind of laughing looking? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is it just a scroll of bad deeds that people have done? I don't know. Maybe. All right. What else is it talking about? Get off the road. Uh, listen, I'm so mixed about the Lord of the Rings minis. Yeah. Like, I love Lord of the Rings, but they are they all still hand sculpted? Because, like, these faces for the Hobbits looked like the old hand sculpted metal minis. Oh my god, who's that? Who's the guy on the left? Is that Frodo? That's no. Frodo. Is it Frodo? Why, is he, why is he like 50 years old? 
I think it's Frodo, Pippin, Sam, then Mary. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. The Hobbit <laughs> looks their cheeks old, seem man. really sunken in. But 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 I think you might be right because if you look at the um the robes, the ring wraith, which by the way, really cool creatures. It has that like old school feel of like old metal minis where the the, the folds are very sort of exaggerated. Well, that's the thing I'm I'm wondering about for just the Lord of the Rings aesthetics in general, if they're just trying to keep that look to make them all mm-hmm. kind of fit. I don't know. They're, it doesn't matter. They're always Anyways, kind of it, weird to look at because they, they have like nothing in common with, with um, modern uh, Warhammer minis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're a very different age of miniature. Yeah, they're a little retro, which uh, we'll talk about some retro minis uh, in the future. Cool. Uh, but... Yeah, I I really like how they're doing like this diorama base. Like a, basically just releasing a diorama. Yep. I, I enjoy those. Like this Forge is, World. This a, yeah, this is a real Forge World Primark sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. And I I like that. Oh, I'm a big, cool. I might I might pick this up. <laughs> it's, it's tempting. I I I love me some Lord of the Rings. So not enough to play the game, but yeah, I'll think about it. Uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about this before moving on? No, not really. All right. Uh, Stormcrafts for Warcry. All right. Yeah. I looked at these guys. All I'm right, a Stormcast you, fan. Yeah. You'll have a lot to say. I, I don't really care about Stormcast too much, but I, I don't have a lot to say. Um, but I'm a Stormcast enjoyer. I used to play them back in AOS second edition. And I, I, I enjoy them. Um, this, uh, what are they called? Is it a war band? Mm-hmm. I might pick this up because um, there's some some of the models here. I'm 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 a bit torn on. I don't get why the... that one guy's pointing at the logo on his sword. <laughs> He's like, hey, check this out. In case you were in doubt, this is the twin tailed <laughs> comet of Sigma right here. I'm a stormcast. Uh, I hope they have helmets because I don't like all of the uh, heads. Yeah, even well, though GW is really good about providing both. Yeah, generally I do like Stormcast heads. They have a flair that I enjoy. Uh, mm-hmm. The ones that we see here, not so much. And I actually like Stormcast helmets. Um, mm-hmm. So I think the uh, the Sequitor lady, the um, well, she's not a Sequitor. She's clearly like a Praetor, the Halberd lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she has the Soul Cash, which is what the Sequitors have. I really this like her. like when I talk about Tyranids. <laughs> Sequitoris were my first kind of introduction to Age of Sigmar back mm. when I, I, I'd been out of the hobby for like 10 years and I came back in and I painted a bunch of Sequitoris. So I love those. And uh, this having some of that influence, I like. I like the Soul Cash. I like her whole model. I think my favorite one is the Dual Sword Lady. That is a. Uh, that's a cool model. Is it a dual sword a lady or is that a guy? I can't. Tell. I th- I think it's a lady because you can tell by the shape of the helmets. Mm, okay. Uh, it is kind of small. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think the I think the cheeks have the sort of V shape of the uh, more feminine helmets, where the, sure. the men are a lot about, more square. What do you think about Lego Skull Face Man? Uh probably my least favorite. But it is it is down to the helmet, so if he has a head I can put on him, probably do that. Hey, I'm sure you have a bits box full of heads. Uh not for Stormcast. What? 
Yeah. Psycho. Sword guy, pretty anonymous looking, just in terms of his pose. Mm-hmm. Same with the hammer and the axe, uh, ladies. Oh, oh I nice. just realized that. Yeah, the uh, bunch of them are all just the same bodies. Yeah, and that's why you know they're women. I, I just realized the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's actually it's four women and two dudes, which is pretty progressive of uh, of GW. Hmm. Uh, I like that. I appreciate that. Uh, but Warcry's a fun game, and um, I've never played it. It seems cool though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a it's kind of a low barrier to entry game. Rules are easy. Rules are clean. Um, I could see myself picking this up. No, okay. no doubt. Speaking of different paint jobs on minis in the same squad. If you look at the um, Swordman and Skullman, yep. If you look at their um, not purity seals, yep. Uh, one is shaded with a far darker brown than the other. That know. is true. That is true. Yeah, just I'm. I know it means nothing. <laughs> when I was looking at the Tyranid minis, it like really caught me off guard. I was like, "What? Why is it different?" The cape of the uh, Skull guy is also a lot uh, warmer. He's a Skullman. He's a, he's skullman. A, he's a skullman. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the more I look at these guys, the more I, more I kind of join them. <laughs> so you're picking these up, is what you're saying? I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, you'll have to pick them up with their. Uh, I'm assuming who they're in a box set with, which is a flesh eater quartz war cry band. Yeah. Uh, I have I have thoughts about these guys. <laughs> what is with these baboons? Okay, so I think what has happened is whoever the team behind Warcry is, right? They're super it's talented. Left to their devices and just do yeah, whatever you want. Exactly. Like they they keep hitting home run after home run with their models because there's so much cool stuff in yeah. Warcry and Age of Sigmar. Like the Jade Obelisk dudes, I think are really cool. And yeah, I, I think they they've locked them in a room. And somebody managed to smuggle drugs in, and they were like, what if undead baboons? Yeah, with weird skeletons on their backs. Yeah, and it works oddly well. Yeah, I love these minis, but I have no idea what I'm looking at. (laughs) No, it's the weirdest thing I've seen in a while, but they're cool, though. Yeah, I'm curious what they are in lore. Uh, undead baboons. (laughs) Yeah, but like, I don't know. Uh, flesh eaters I, are the, the ghoul vampires they're very sort of monstrous yeah they, they see themselves as like holy as like you know a holy court or whatever but in reality they're disgusting are you sure you're not mixing them up with the actual vampires the uh nope. the beast I'm, I'm, sure vampires. Of, I'm like 99% sure flesh eater courts see themselves as like knights but they they're like cursed or whatever to see themselves as as such, but in reality, they are, you know, ghouls. I think that's the soul blight you're thinking of. Nope, the no, um... I am not incorrect. I'm going to Google this right now. All right, go for it. I, I'm happy to be wrong. Uh, while you do that, I'm going to talk about the little ghoul guys. They're cool. I like them. They're not ghouls. They're not my favorite thing. Like, but these are pretty cool. Uh, I like the skull skull face man. The little familiar guy the leader has i don't know if that's familiar but he's next to her so i don't know about him the leader is really cool 
I don't know what that creature is, but I like the model. I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I I I I like it. She has an axe for a hand. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, she's definitely ghoulish. All right, all right, all right. Hold on. Yeah. Um, abhorrent ghoul kings are so lost in their madness that they believe themselves to be uh, mortal monarchs. Blah 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 blah. Okay, yeah. I'm wrong. Flesh eater corpse, not my favorite, but I I, I like these guys. I if so I picked generic up ghouls that... seem a little boring and I guess generic, but you know, people there's the flesh eater corpse model range is so old at this point they really, it really need a refresh. Yeah. And, and this I, is probably think... the first little hint to it. I mean, like I said, I'm not a fan of ghouls as a, a concept. If I'm going to put, like, I'm going to have my battle line units in my army, ghouls are probably pretty far down the list of what I would like to have. But I think these yeah. are pretty good for what they are. Mm -hmm. Also, undead baboons. Yeah, undead baboons. Man, those are all some great things we just got done looking at. This totally isn't a separate day. No. This is all same recording. Uh, let's talk about the Cities of Sigmar, the uh, Free Guild Cavaliers. Yeah. Well, these They're definitely harken back and to uh, the Empire Free Guild Pistoliers and all that, at least in name. My first thought is, with the, at least with the champion, it doesn't look like the bottom of the horse is just a flat surface. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, Teams Workshop just tends to make their horses flat on the bottom, even with um, like the new Chaos uh, Knights. Yeah, absolutely flat on the bottom, and it drives me mental. Uh, it, they put so much me. detail into all these things that are glued over with like <laughs> dreadnoughts, but you can't sculpt the bottom of a horse. Uh, I guess. Um, I guess the barding does cover a lot of the uh, the belly of the horse, but um. Horse yeah, themselves, though. You don't like them? Or you Has do? nobody at Games Workshop ever seen a real horse, is my question. I, I've seen lots of horses, and these look like horses to me. No, the proportions are all wrong, man. I mean, it's... A, have you looked at the proportions of the humans? The proportions are all wrong. I guess, but when their you hands do it to are a bigger horse, than their heads. Like, the... I guess the, the horse in the... Um, the left side of the rightmost picture that looks kind of to scale. The middle one looks kind of decent. What is going on with the leader? That horse has no neck. It, it could be the angle. I hope so. But historically they don't do that well with horses. Um, I don't know. It's like they're working off. Like somebody once described a horse to them. And, uh, and you, that's you've seen of, some of that old, uh, you know, old middle ages uh art yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's like that i don't know uh I, i'm a big fan i really like all the uh shields and you know the just how the armor is on the horses it's all very fancy it's very tank armory i don't know if this is um indicative of what horse armor looked like 
back in warfare <laughs> back in the day or not but it it gives me some strong like steam tank vibes from warhammer fantasy that's probably not a coincidence but i i, I do agree and and like the armor the guys wear being all like mismatched is very on point for these these knightly types mm-hmm. uh definitely like that that is very sort of reminiscent of i guess like the 1400s or something where you have all this ornate shit yeah none of them look like they were even remotely supplied by the same guy yeah i, I really like the banner too the banner is really nice it kind of weirds me out that it's blowing like Forward. forwards that's okay. some strong wind there's a a dragon swooping behind him or something. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like they... You know you could rotate it any direction you'd like. I, I was just going to say, like, do you think they just put it on the wrong way? No. I, I think it looks <laughs> good like that. I mean, if he's kind of stationary, it makes sense. But all the other guys are pretty... Um... I mean, it looks like he's walking forward, too. His horse is has his legs up. Yeah. It's, you know, it, there's just a tailwind. Strong wind, yeah. I guess the, the, the horse tails are kind of like blowing in the wind as well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think you're thinking too much about it. It's just a cool pose. You know what I, I you say know what as I, I overthink all of the Tyranid designs? <laughs> you know what I really love, though? The snail? Uh, no, the snail's cool, but uh, the antlers on the uh, the squad leader. Oh, yeah, they're kind of fancy. Those are cool. No, like, uh, not really any real world equivalent to those style of antlers, but you know, fantasy. You can forgive that. It's a, it's a fantasy world, but like. Oh, but you can't forgive the horse proportions in this made up fantasy world either. No, because they're actually horses. <laughs> like, if they were not horses, they're, they're not if they horses, were... they're uh, legally distinct for uh, <laughs> for more name. Do you think somebody owns the copyright to the likeness of a horse? Uh, the concept of a horse is probably Disney. You know, in in America, you wouldn't put too much past them <laughs> for dumb copyright. Um, but yeah, no, I I, 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 I am a fan guys. of uh, how they do things different colors. Like they're not completely uniform, which is you know harkens back to the old uh, fantasy knights. Well. Yeah. I, I don't know if they have like city colors on like I don't know cities of Sigmar lore, so I don't know if these are like city colors from different places mm. or if it's just like different noble households. Um, yeah, some personal although, heraldry. Yeah, I, although I would get I, I would expect them to have like some colors in common to show that they're like a unit, I guess. Yeah, look at it's all that steel. <laughs> the steel is, by the way, really good. I like it. Mm-hmm. That sure is like a lead belcher and then <laughs> highlighted with something, I guess. I don't know. It's got like a pretty sort of, if you look at some of them, it's got some some detail to it. Like I'm thinking of the front panel on the the center guy. That, that looks a bit scuffed. Yeah, I know. Cool. They, they, they did a good job. I'm being reductive. <laughs> I don't know. The snail's the thing that stands out the most to me. Is he kicking the snail? Like, is that what's uh, happening? I, I think from another angle, it's off the side, but the snail has like two legs that's walking on. Oh yeah, I see them now. It's weird. <laughs> I don't get it. People go crazy for like the little the crab dude or the. Oh, we got a little pet boy to talk about later, but we'll oh, get really? to it. Cool. Yeah. 
Little nerd. Uh, yeah, I don't there. know. These guys are cool. I'll maybe want them in the future. Seize the Sigmar stuff looks pretty rad. I used to play, uh, well, I used to collect Empire back in fantasy. Um, definitely, they have a bit of a uh, a place in my heart now. When I look at models like these, I just think like, oh my god, this is so much work, but they're cool. Oh, we'll we'll get to Warhammer Fantasy later. Uh, <laughs> next up, more AOS stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want to do separate slides for all this because there's not a whole lot to talk about for each one. Uh... Let's end with the good one. Let's talk about the worst one first. Let's talk about that Fire Slayer. Yeah. There uh, is a Fire Slayer. Yep. That's a Fire Slayer. Yeah, I don't know. It's like doing this weird jumping double double hammer pose. Uh, the Fire Slayer range is so boring. They all look the same. I can't tell any of them apart. I, I agree. Why not? do other sort of like dragon creatures that they can ride or like armored fire slayers. I don't know. I mean, it, it it's almost like they took a single unit from Warhammer fantasy and made a whole army out of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's like almost idea. like that. And it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Anyways, right. uh, yeah. flesh eater quartz guy. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a lot to say. He's got a weird, double-sided bone scythe he's the darth maul of ghouls (laughs) i mean if i liked undead in general i feel like i would like this guy Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm not a fan of the whole aesthetic but see i i like undead like i like bone warriors and all that sort of stuff i just have never liked ghouls yeah he is he is a bit busy like he's got he's got the same sort of problem that i i saw with the cruel boys where everything is sort of just packed with detail. Like he, he's got like a, a, a flesh cloak on him, but then that has like other strips of flesh strapped to it. And it's got arms dangling from those straps. And like, they're so busy. And I feel like when you do them, do them like this, this isn't as bad as those guys, but things sort of blend together real easy. Mm-hmm. And, I think the uh, problem is he's got all these bones hanging off, and plus he has a little pouch of bones on his back too. I yeah. do like his pouch; his little rib cage with bones in it. It's cute. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. The side with the bones hanging from him—it's cool. It's all cool, sort of in isolation, but it's bordering on where there's too much going on. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Um, let's talk about your favorite guy, I guess, the goblin. It's not my favorite guy. You just were super excited about it. <laughs> I just like the squigs. It comes with three little flying squigs. So he is cool though. Like I love his his skull helmet. His hugely oversized skull helmet. It's He's a squig cool. helmet. I right? I would paint this guy for fun. Yeah, I, I do like how he's got like the spine of the skull going down his back. Uh huh. Over his little mushroom pouch. Yeah, and he's got mushrooms growing off the spine of the skull. Oh yeah, thing. so he does. So he does. Yeah, that's what and the this... flying squigs are glued to. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. see that now. Um, yeah, the the squigs are cool. I mean, what can you say? I'm, I'm just not the biggest goblin. Like, I like night goblins. Aside yeah. from night goblins, on the I'm not the biggest goblin fan. I'm I'm not a huge goblin fan either, but I I sort of I've painted like a loon boss because I think they're cool. The the guy on the squig. 
mm-hmm. this guy too. I would totally just get this guy and paint him for fun. And I think if I did play goblins or I, I was a more avid collector of goblins, I would, I'd be stoked for this guy. See, I'm really confused because in the one photo, like the full body photo, he's in a weird pose where he's just kind of staring at the ground. But in the other shot, it looks like its head's tilted to the side. I thought at first that was two heads, but that is definitely the same head. Yeah, I don't know if it's just the angle, but I think I think it's the angle, honestly. Yeah, but that first shot, it just looks like he's staring at the ground. Yeah, I think maybe the eyes the, are the painted. pose really does it for me. I think like doesn't do it for me. If you move the pupils up a bit, so it looked like he was like staring, you know, up. leering at you, that would uh, offset that. I think maybe. Uh, all right, let's talk about like the interesting one. <laughs> the uh, new, new like he's got some sort of name, but he's like a Nurgle champion, the Herald champion. of Decay, I think. And he, but he has got like a name name. Oh, fair enough. I just know the uh... yeah. I mean, uh, it... it's it's an updated version of that old uh, Nurgle champion, I believe. Yeah, which was the guy with the scythe on the horse with a little sign and a crow. Yeah. Uh, it looks awesome. I'm 100% picking this mini up. I, this is fantastic. This is, I, I was a huge fan of the old one. Oh, that old model is perfect. All right. I got to say again, the horse, this horse has no neck. Oh, it's got a big neck. It's maybe a little short, but there's different breeds of horses out there. I wish it had a longer neck. Because it looks like he's sitting way too forward on his horse, too far forward. Um, Are you sure about that? Have you ever sat on a horse? Yes. Okay, okay. Do they have horses in Norway? <laughs> we have really small horses. Yeah, this this seems like, based on the, the hooves, it seems like more of a, like a war horse or work horse kind of thing rather than... Yeah, uh, I, I, I still think... Horse. The horse itself is not great, but aside from that, I I love everything about I didn't this know model. You're such a picky horse boy. <laughs> I have strong feelings about horses. All right, <laughs> but everything about this is because crucially, he's not. He's got a lot of detail, but it's not. It's not too much. It's not yeah. too much. I cannot wait to paint this guy. This guy is going to be like in every. Golden Demon next oh, year. Oh, I know. Once this guy's out, there is going to be so many Golden Demon entries of him. Yeah. Um, great. Miniature of the year, maybe, maybe. Ooh, it depends when it releases. I'm assuming. Or I guess they did show when the Codex are releasing. I didn't pull that up, but um... I mean, I, I realized Lion came out this year, but uh, this guy is way cooler than that. For, for oh, my I do like the lion, but this guy's cooler. Yeah. Speaking of the lion, side topic, I'd like to someone do a conversion where they take the Emperor's sword from the Gilliman model and give it to the lion as well. So he's the Emperor's sword and shield. It would look kind of cool. <laughs> That's fair all. enough. Uh, instead of his scythe, you can give him a weird little bell. That's the wrong choice, but hey. Yeah, the scythe is uh it's cool. It's cool. He's got his little sword. I I mean I I wonder if I can play this guy in Slaves of Darkness. And if I can. Oh I might. absolutely you could. Why not? Uh because this guy at the very is... least you just run him as a Nurgle Varengard. Get three of them. 
<laughs> okay, maybe if there was different poses, sure, but <laughs> um, just paint the sign to point to different cities. Yeah, no, it's no more. The sign's no longer pointing to Kislev. I know, I know. <laughs> I guess it makes sense. I don't think Kislev exists anymore. Uh no, our 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 Kion sort of blew that up. The entire world yeah, I was on, but um, did do that. I still feel like I would paint the sign pointing to Kislev. All right, um, more AOS stuff. We got this yeah. big boar. Oh God, he's cool. Like I, I like the big boar aspect. Yeah, I don't yeah, like, yeah. I don't like all the orc armor all over it. I wish there was an unarmored version. And I don't. I'm not a big fan of the little, like, platforms for guys on either side of it. See, I like that. I I, I like the orc armor too. I think um, giving the um, what are they called? Orc. They're called orcs um giving iron them like jaws. i don't know iron jaws that's the word uh giving them this this like almost futuristic armor i think was a really cool touch to make them look very distinct from anything else i mean obviously that's why they did it but i think it's a really cool aesthetic i think this the the boar itself is really cool to me uh, if anything i wish he had more scraps of armor stapled to him N- not really this this is a good amount the what I assume is like a war boss on top. Not a huge fan of him. His helmet's kind of weird. Same goes for the guys on the side. He just kind of looks doesn't really look like he's in the model because his pose. His feet don't look like they're flat. His feet, the angle, they like. aren't flat. Um, and he, I, I would have liked it if he like was holding on, like to give the impression of speed yeah. instead of just casually standing there, like the thing was sauntering along. Yeah, it'd be it'd be nice if he was like hanging off and like dragging the X head on the ground. Or yeah, something, like some yeah, sort of dynamic that, pose. That would be cool. That would be way cool. But as a way full past package, cool. So you Sonic could, Hedgehog mo- says modeling little sparks coming off the ground. Um, as a whole package, this guy just looks like a blast. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, like I'm not the biggest fan, but I like boars, so yeah. you know. I, I just wish it was less painted and then I could use it for something else, maybe. Or like less painted, less armored. <laughs> uh yeah, I and guess. I could use it as like a chaos mount of some kind. Oh man, that would be cool too. But we already have the Karkadrak, which is also cool ugly. Beast. I hate it. Oh, I love it. It's like the worst model in the chaos line. I wish the Karkadrak was this size though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh next up we have a plastic lancer. Yep. I, I like how the the cockpit opens. I don't know. Yeah. I, the, the, the pilot. Or at least you can, you know, pin it. I the, guess. So it opens. On the, on the throne there is cool. That's the thing that bugs me about, like, actual chaos. Oh, not chaos knights. Just regular knights. Is they don't come with a pilot. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be that hard to just throw a pilot figure in there or not. It'd be cool. Whatever. I mean, I, I'm not the hugest, hugest fan of knights. And um, the Lancer design has never really done it for me. Nah. But I'm excited for people who are excited. There's a lot of room for custom uh, heraldry and stuff. Oh, for, for sure. Yeah. Knights are cool for that. This guy is a bit too skinny for my taste. Like, he's, I mean, would I be excited for this guy if I were a knight guy? Maybe. Probably. I don't know. I, I do like the uh, the flags he has. I don't know. 
I kind of like the head, maybe just because it's different to the the others. See, the head, I think, is something I like like the least. I just think it's it's a bit more interesting than a lot of the others, and it's different. Sure, is different. Uh, no, yeah, I know people were really excited. Um, Horus Heresy people are crazy anyway, so. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of wow. Horus Heresy, yeah, uh, we also have this guy. Yep. Uh, the new Hor- Sons of Horus guy. I don't. I'm not saying his name. Ashuradon is his last name. Whatever it is. Uh, I like his helmet. Got a really cool helmet. I'm not a huge fan of that. Really? Yeah. Aside from that, he's pretty cool. Yeah, great colors. The Sons of Horse colors. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah they're cool. Um, he's got a cool, cool pose, cool weapons. Um, I'm sure this is someone in the lore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't yeah, have I don't, time don't to read, read the horse heresy. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I read the first book. The first book was really good. Yeah. Uh, and then I started reading the second one and then never continued. <laughs> I I don't have a lot to say about them. No. From, um, I like it. Yeah. I, I feel like if I played them, I would be stoked for this guy because he's, he's pretty cool. Yeah. You're an Imperial Fist loser. Uh, yeah. Speaking of. Yeah. Speaking of, let's talk about uh, Garius. This guy's cool. I like this guy. I knew you would, so uh, I'll let you just go off. I mean, there's not a lot to say about him. Like, I feel like when you're dealing with Marines, it's like, yeah, it's it's a cataphracti Terminator, Captain Praetor, whatever he is. So there, there's that part of it. But he, he's got a cool pose, got a, got a power pose going. Yeah, he's got a little underarm slung Melta or something. Uh, I don't know what kind of weapon that is. Oh, wait, is that... It's a plasma or a melta. I guess. Volkite. Plasma. I have no clue. I don't, I don't know. know. It's, burnt, it's burnt a hole in some guy underneath his foot. Yeah, which, which by the way, doesn't make it... sense because that shot's recent, but his head's a skull. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it's just like a like a ever glowing sort of like superheated. It's probably a volkite. Or, or maybe because he got shot, it and was, vaporized. It was so hot, it vaporized his flesh and muscles and everything except for the skull. You know, you know, there's probably like a lore guy guy sitting screaming at us right now, going like, "That's what volkite weapons do, you idiots!" If you're a guy, leave a comment. Yeah, Please. like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, I like he, he's got a cool pointing pose I like a pointing pose looking off to the side I'm a sucker for that I'm a sucker uh, for fur for on capes uh, yeah I like also it. also a vibe like this dude exudes authority to me I would have this guy in my army see I would say this guy almost has too much going on on his armor he's got a lot going on mm-hmm I like his helmet though. He's got a cool helmet. Yeah, the helmet's cool. I'm a, I'm a sucker for Marines with laurels on their helmets. <laughs> That's like all of heresy, isn't it? At least yeah. as far as fists and like the the Templar brethren, is that what they are? They are in in fists. They're not Black Templars yet, but um, mm. you would know better than I would. It's the precursor to that. Um, I'll probably get this guy. Of course you will. 
Uh, what about uh, this Tomb King for Old World? Um, well, I, I know Tomb Kings are a very popular, like, much-requested faction. Oh, absolutely. For a lot of people. I, I don't personally love them. Mm. Um, I, I really cool, don't. I like Tomb Kings a lot, but they're such a pain to paint with all the little... There's the same problem Seraphon do, where you have all the little jade ornamental kind of look mm-hmm. on Seraphon. And these guys have that with their, you know, at least on this guy, the red and blue alternating pattern on. Yeah. This is a lot. I will say purely from like a, a painting perspective of you're going to paint something cool for a competition. This mm. guy, you can, you can, you can go so far with something like this. Like if you have the time and patience and, and, and skill to make it happen, this guy you could make so cool. Is that design on the back of his cloak freehand or is that sculpted on? It looks sculpted to me. Yeah. Specifically like the long vertical lines. Yeah. Look very sculpted on. Definitely looks shaded. Um, yeah. It looks good but, though. Yeah. Like all, all of this, like if you did a proper like high contrast look for him, like there's, He's got a lot of detail, but it works because of the theme he's in. Mm-hmm. And the detail isn't like it is a lot of detail, but it's not cluttered in the sense that it's it's not detail on detail on detail. I'll say this. It really looks like a Tomb King mini. Like it doesn't look like they tried to update the designs at all. It just yeah. let's just do another one of those. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. I um I, I really like this guy. Um just for like when you look at him and you think of all the stuff you could do and how cool he could look if you execute it well. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Um all right. Also for Old World, they announced this Bretonian Paladin. Yep. Uh I, I don't have a whole lot to say about him too much, I guess. I like the helmet. I mean it's the kind of helmet design I went for all my Stormcast Eternals. Yep. So I like it. I like his big pouch with uh, a bunch of stuff all strapped to it. Yeah, this guy's just on adventure. <laughs> yeah. He's a D&D guy. Like, he's just yeah. been in town, picked up a bunch of 10-foot poles and rope, and he's about to go explore a dungeon or something. Yeah, he, he's got his bedroll. Yeah. Um, bedroll, yeah, uh, 100 foot of rope or 50 yeah. feet of rope. <laughs> his potions. And mm-hmm. he's, uh, you know, playing at uh, at being Hellbrecht. Yeah, that's true. He's uh, stabbing an orc with his sword. Yeah. So I guess orcs are going to be in Old World. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Um, um, I, this guy's cool. I, li- I like a good, like, bog standard medieval knight. And I think for that, this guy is cool. Yeah. And just like the Tomb King, he just looks like a new model for Warhammer yeah. Fantasy. I, I, Looking at him, like, immediately, I I don't think... When I look at this guy, I don't think, like... It doesn't have the same, like, uh, potential as the two... You can probably do a lot of crazy stuff with this guy as well and make him look really cool. But I think he's a bit more uh, down-to-earth in terms of how far you can, I guess, easily take it. Obviously, what you can do is... yeah. I'll say this about him. I think the orc head and the backpack feel like an AOS sculpt while the rest of them feels like 
an older sculpt, if you know what I mean. Um, like the, the backpack and the orc just kind of stand out as more detailed than the rest of them. You know, you're not wrong. You know, you know what my favorite part of this mini is? And it's a really weird one. It's his 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 free hand. Oh yeah. The clenched fist with those like the not in too armor. much armor plate. Yeah. It looks There's like something about it that's just like it's simple and I like it. Uh this severed orc head, there's no bones. Do orcs not have bones? I was gonna say he ripped his spine out, but um I mean they are fungus. Maybe they don't have bones. But we've we have orc skulls in the skulls box, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> why does this guy not have a spine? Yeah, uh, that's why orcs are uh, spineless. Oh, um, okay. Speaking of old world, though, they announced some stuff for old world, which I thought was very interesting. I don't know what you think. Controversial. <clears throat> uh, characters like I think they said both these characters are in resin. Yep. They said there would be new plastic hits, but also they're re-releasing old minis. Yep. Um, Interesting. What's yeah. what's your thoughts on that? Because I I, I saw a lot of takes on this, which sadly I, I tend to agree with. Which is, it has now been like five years, I think, since they announced the old world with like the just the teaser of the oh, square bases are back I think was like the first teaser I'm going to Google when that was I, I think it was 2018 I could be wrong well you fact check me live on stage um, we then got like the Kislev concept art a lot a lot later I feel like that would have been like 20 not 2020 I don't know later and it's been basically radio silence since. And now it feels like we're ramping up. A lot of people think it's going to come out next year. It's not. Um, I guarantee it. I just Googled uh, Games Workshop square bases or like yep. uh, Warhammer Community square bases. Or um, square bases are back or whatever I Googled. Yep. Uh, 2021. Really? Yeah. Okay. I was wrong about that. Anyway. So it's been two years. Yeah. Um, and we've heard basically nothing. We've seen the the concept art for Kislev. Kislev? Yeah. Um, yeah. And nothing else. And then they come out and they're like, oh yeah, we're not releasing new kits. We're going to re-release the old ones. You're going to have to rebase your old models if you still have them, which I still have some Dark Elves in metal. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, someone like Kislev would, I would assume, be pretty much all new metal uh, models, because did Kislev ever get any minis? I don't think so. They were, they were just under the Empire, but now, uh, as far as we know, this oh. is the Age of Three Emperors, and there is no Empire. Mm-hmm. So, And it sounds like they're going for, like, the, the city-states or, or um, duchies or whatever they are. Um, but the so only one we've for, really like, heard a... of is... If they're going for like a retro look mm-hmm. on these minis to make them look like old fantasy, so the new minis at least fit in with the old ones, I'd yeah. be fine with that, I guess. 
Uh, uh, like kind of like how we were talking about with the Lord of the Rings minis, how they still look like they're old, I guess. Yeah. Is a, a nice way of saying it. Uh, I mean, I have no issue with these models. And oh, yeah, they're resin. I mean, they're, they're going to be Forge World, which does good stuff. Um, this looks like an excellent quality sculpt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no issue with resin as a concept. I know, I know a lot of people like don't like resin, but I think what they mean is they don't like fine cast, which oh, fine cast. you shouldn't. Uh, but, but good Forge World resin, like the stuff from the past five or maybe even longer five, five years mm-hmm. um, is just excellent quality stuff with like you, you get crisper detail than on plastic. People think plastic is this amazing, you know, no, re- resin is better. It's just a pain to work with sometimes. Yeah. Um, but as far as not releasing new kits and they were like, oh yeah, it's not going to have a, release box it's not going to have uh this huge uh they leviathan style they said the starter box would be bretonian versus tomb king i think they said there's not going to be one yeah uh, i'd have to re-listen to whatever they said and they also they said it was something... going to be bretonian versus tomb kings at the start though mm-hmm. um they also said something about like oh yeah this is not for you if it's your first game it's like holy crap You've got a whole community of people who have discovered Warhammer through the video games, the um, the Total War games, who are like... Yeah, but I think if you play the Total War games, you'd be more into a more technical game, right? This isn't going to... It's What they're basically saying is, this is not going to be 40k or AOS. This is going to be more like a Horus Heresy, where it's older rules, where you have templates, you have... Yeah, it's rank and file. Yeah. You're um, gonna have templates. You're gonna have scatter die, probably. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that would be cool. You, it's you're gonna have arguments about if something's flanking or not. <laughs> but if because I'm a, I'm a, I'm an old fantasy guy, that was yeah. my first uh, first system I played, and I love it. And I was very upset with Games Workshop for a lot of years when they uh, killed fantasy. Um, and for them to come back and be like, oh yeah, it's it's a new game, but it's the old. 10 15 year old models that we just re-released um that's a pass for me see i'm not sure though because it depends what they mean by like is it just tomb kings and bretonians that are getting re-released models because something like a seraphon just use the new ones so i think what they said is um as far as we know these two guys that we've seen are the only new models uh no because they they mentioned that there'd be other new kits like for two they showed a bunch of concept art for tomb kings okay and they said oh this is new this is new and they said the returning one is the sphinx guy okay scarab sphinx thingy um but they showed like the um you know the um larger kind of tomb king guy that had like the heads of the gods there was like the raw head one and stuff. They showed one with a crocodile head in concept, and it was implied that's getting a new kit. Okay. Um, what I gathered was uh, they showed the knights, the old knights, and they were like, yeah, these are getting updated base sizes. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, which what it reeks of to me, and what other people have pointed out, is that they have no confidence in this product. I don't know if I would go there. I would think it's more we want to get this out 
sooner than later this decade you want yeah i think he'll be out next year um i know you disagree well but i I might have to change that statement if what they're releasing is two new guys and old models Mm -hmm. um i mean that that wouldn't change much because you would still have to like make new molds for them i presume because if they're all old metal like metal model molds they're probably going to redo the masters well a lot of them are plastic. plastic are they a lot of them are currently in age of sigmar in, in cities of sigmar I guess like that's fair. like my dark elves like if they expect me to buy like the dark elf warriors that i had like 15 years ago uh i'm not going to do that see my assumption is you're getting this game out now and then you'll update models over time if you know there's a market for it i suppose what i might do because it's been 15 not 15 years it's been like nine ten almost 10 years since they killed uh fantasy i think no I it's been like five years four we've had five years i mean it's only it's only a third edition of aos right now yeah so but that's know, been out for it. for for two years now um so it's been like eight years i guess so wow time flies yeah we're old um what was i saying it's been it's been almost 10 years, right? And uh where the hell like 2015. Yeah. Ish. So, yeah. 2014. Um, yeah, so like 10 years, let's say. You've derailed me so many times. Now I have no clue what I was going to say. Um because it's been so long, they have no confidence. Is that where you're going? Um on? No. Okay, Give, sorry. Oh I don't my, know where you're going. Oh my god, my brain. Uh, Just, while you while you think what you're talking about, I, I'll say this: the whole not releasing new minis. I think, from a Games Workshop perspective, they presume the vast majority of people playing this will be returning fantasy players who probably all still have their armies and will not be buying minis. Yeah, they basically said that, and I think that's a mistake because I think there's an untapped market. Probably, maybe I'm, I'm not a marketing guy, but like you have all these people playing Warhammer. Total War. And I remember what I was going to say, which is in the 10 years since they killed Warhammer Fantasy Battles, people have kept playing it. And there is a huge, huge trove of models or STLs you can buy to print stuff because it hasn't been available. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about something similar about that later. But and, and, and for Games Workshop to then go like, we're going to re-release this game which you have probably been playing like what is it called? Like ninth age or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, these, these, these games that came about to replace fantasy and they've been playing with their legally distinct tomb Kings, which they got, you know, 3d printed a whole army. Those people are not going to go out and buy like 15, 20 year old kits. They'll get the one guy and then they'll go to their local club and play with the army, which is, legally distinct tomb kings Mm -hmm. and frankly if i was going to get into this game and they expect to buy 15 year old dark elf models i'm going to go find someone who did these for a different game and i'm going to proxy my entire army Mm -hmm. Uh, i guess we'll just have to wait and see you know i I guess they have some sort of plan in place Um... i hope it's not as bad as people have made it sound I, you know, they've said literally one line about it, and now people's imaginations are running wild. 
I hope that's the case. Because, you know, you could, I guess, argue, you know, I'm, you know, being devil's advocate here, I guess. When Horace Heresy released, um, again, it's like, well, you use the old models still. I know they're not as old, but it wasn't brand new, updated, everything new for Heresy right mm-hmm. off the bat. Um, but they are releasing updated versions of them as time goes on. Yeah, those are mostly Marines, though. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. Um, I, I think what you would have to do, or what I think probably they, in my humble opinion, as not a professional game designer, is maybe limit the factions that are available at launch. No, because the problem is, is that they said all of your old models will be playable. Fine. So maybe. all the old armies from the end of eighth are all playable. So I think they have to release all the old models because they just can't create, you know, 10 factions worth of models. All right. Right off the bat. First things first, then don't do that. <laughs> and then release like Votan levels of units for a bunch of factions to start with. Yeah, but you know, old fans, people are going to be pissy if they can't immediately play with their old toys. Sure. Right. Like if, if I'm a Seraphon player, how long do I have to wait until they add Seraphon to the game so I can actually start playing? When they all add all the other new world stuff, start with the old Just world. Go in like six years. St- all right. St- like here's what you do. You start with Empire, Orcs, Chaos, Vampire Counts are in there, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bretonia, obviously, Dwarves. And that's your factions at launch. And they all have like five. How many models are you going to release for each of those factions at launch? Five. And two of them are multi part type kits. But with all, with all the stuff they're releasing for other games, they would really have to cut down on the releases to fit that into their schedule, whether printing or design or whatever. Right. It it is possible that this is just an ill-advised idea from the start. I don't think it's ill-advised. It's just they have a lot of game systems going on at once right now. Yeah, And they, the, the, again, this is also Forge World. So Forge World's doing this. They're doing Necromunda stuff. They're doing um, Horus Heresy stuff. Yeah. And as far as I know, they're a pretty relatively small sort of studio. Now, my, my, my fear is just that what happens is they don't give it the support it needs to really get started. And as a result, it never takes off. And as a result, it never gets the support that it would need. I can't imagine they're putting all this hype and energy into it. If they don't plan to support this long-term, I think they know it's probably going to be a slow burn, but it's probably pretty low effort to get going and to maintain is probably you know, maybe rules won't get updated very often. It'll just be more model releases. I just feel like you need that hype to actually get people into the game. It's it's a weird strategy. Yeah, it is. Um, but well, I'm 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 whatever. I'm sure they've thought about this more than we have. Uh, you see, <laughs> I'm, I'm not paid gonna... to figure this out. Well, you know, I'm a consultant. I I can consult. Uh, I'll, I'll build games workshop after this, and um, mm-hmm. to me, it, it, it just seems like you'll consult not knowing their entire business strategy. Oh yeah, plans. they can have they can have a discount. No, yeah. I, I I'm not convinced they 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 have really thought this through. It to me, okay, my 
as you point out, I don't have insight into Games Workshop internal affairs. But they started out with like all this hype of like square bases are back and here's Kislev concept. And now we're down to, oh yeah, here's two resin models for Tomb Kings and Bretonia. It's like, where did all that hype go? My fear is that along the way they realize that hmm, we're not really equipped to do this the way you should. We've overpromised. And See, I, I, I think it's more we're hyping a new 40k edition right now. We don't want to spread out people's interest too much. See, my, my hope is that the QA that they did now, where all this this bad news came out, uh, is them managing expectations. And next year we will get some actual like, oh yeah, no, we 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 had new Footnight kits planned for you all along. And here's your new Dark Elf Warriors that you'll be able to buy. And like, I'll be literally like, the only model that they money. said is going to get a re-release kit. Um, I guess you said Knights. I don't remember them saying that. But is specifically that Tomb King Sphinx, which I think came out only like a year or two before Fantasy ended. Like it was a mm-hmm. new kit. Mm-hmm. So unless they mean, hey, yeah, we're re-releasing kits. It's like all the old, like all the newer kits for fantasy before aos came out yeah as a hobby guy too and we we've talked about this i think is if i'm i'm still uh, you know in principle stoked for old world i I play fantasy i love that um and i would like to get back into it but if they come out and they're like all right you're a cool faction that you used to play here you can buy the same models that you had 15 years ago and they now cost twice as much and Slowly over time, we're going to release kits to replace these. I'm not going to want to buy those kits. Well, then, you, then that's why you buy a new one of the factions that have new models for it. And then everyone's going to play Bretonian Tomb Kings. Yeah, it's going to be Bretonia versus Tomb Kings of the game. Like I said, I think their ex, uh, expectation is that most people will have minis for these already. So <sighs> I guess we'll see. Yeah. Anyways, moving on from uh, Old World for now. <laughs> uh, the last reveals from today is Kill Team. Yeah. And it's a big box with mostly the same models, like uh, returning minis, uh, but a couple new things. They, they said it's a new way to play Kill Team as well, and it seems to be more larger scale or like more of a progression system over time i i didn't have a chance to look at this at all so i i have no clue about what they said i looked at the pictures yeah that's basically all i did and then just kind of looked at people's reactions i know i saw people saying i don't know if this is true or not but it's showing like oh like you know a chaos cultist could evolve into like a mutated big cultist over time so it's it's crusade for kill team yeah snickermunda for kill team (laughs) yeah i'm cool with that yeah kill team for me Failed to grab me. Yeah, I, I think once tenth edition comes out, and maybe this new kill team will fit in with it. Because my idea is to do um, a crusade thing, but jump around to do like you know, do a, a kill team level game mm-hmm. that can still uh, have those characters influence and uh, be in the larger scale battles too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, let's talk about these minis. They're repurposing a lot of parts of from these minis. They like share legs and stuff. Okay, but 
Oh, uh, I see denim. Yeah, That's you do see denim. denim. Wow. Um, well, maybe it's not exactly denim, just the same color. It's blue rubber. All right, so first up, we got this guy with two swords. Which I feel like they the way he's holding them or she's holding them makes them look like giant scissors, and I wish they were giant scissors. Is this a clock tower? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. I, his little inqui- uh, Inquisitor symbol on his chest looks not detailed at all. It looks very flat. That's super flat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That That's the thing that stood up for me. I don't really have like crazy amount to say about any of these minis. Other no, than... I, I like the Inquisitor. What I assume is the Inquisitor. There are no Inquisitors in this box. These what's are all the... Inquisitorial agents. Okay, what's the guy or gal with the book? I don't know. A preacher. I assume that was an Inquisitor. Anyway, I like that model. My first thought was, man, look at all these like preacher models for <laughs> for uh, Sororitas. Yeah, the Magifier down the right corner, the preacher with the shotgun is just the pre man. That is, preacher with a shotgun. The first, as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Damn, prodigy's back, baby!" What's with his mouth? He's got something in his mouth. Fair enough. He's like biting something. Maybe they're okay. like he's holding shotgun shells in his mouth. Okay, if that's the case, that's actually cool. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I don't think I like the guy with the pole arm. His head's weird. Yeah, it's like stapled on or something. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I do like the design of the guy holding the big pole with the inquisitorial sign at the top. The yeah, Imagifier, one yeah. you kind of pointed out. The Imagifier proxy. Yeah, he looks cool. I, I, I like him a lot. Yep. Uh, the guy with the chainsaw and the little hand flamer. He just looks like a Necromunda ganger. I mean, that's probably what he is, to be fair. Does does Inquisition use them, though, ever? I would assume so. Yeah, they scoop you off the street. Um, yeah, then we have like a lady with a giant uh, eviscerator. It's just a normal-sized eviscerator, isn't it? I guess. I don't know. It's cool, though. Yeah. But the good, good boy is this little servo skull book. I thought you were going to point out the Canon S. No, I don't care. With the silenced bolt pistol? Or yeah. I don't, maybe that's some kind of muzzle break or I don't know, guns. But um, that's kind of a vibe. It's a bit of a vibe. I'm not, I don't think I like the hood. The hood head there. It's a little I like bland. it. I, I like her model. Uh, but the, the last three that we're looking at here are my favorite, which is like the... Uh, Scribe Servitor, the Server Skull book, and then the little classic uh, gun Servitor guy. Yep. He sure is. Um, yeah, he's a classic little gun guy. The Scribe dude's super cool. Very uh, uh, gross, I guess. Yeah. I mean, oh my God, dude, dude, I got to say, like, there's a lot of grimdark in 40K, but nothing like unsettles me as much as like the really like machine servitors, like all of ad mech mm-hmm. or, or this. I'll it, say this about him. He's terrifying. really, he was told to write like seven pages and he's doing, uh, <laughs> uh, two, two spaces between each line. He's really <laughs> just making this work for him. 
<laughs> dual wielding all those his tricks from high school. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, not a whole lot to say. These guys look like they'd be fun to paint. These might be a really good Golden Demon squad entry. The There's future. a lot of variety, at least. You can, mm-hmm. you can do a lot of different stuff. That's fun. That scribe guy, I feel, is going to be used in a lot of, like, Imperial dioramas. Yeah, just standing off to the side, writing down, like, the records. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, yeah, I just look at these guys and think, oh, man, there's so many good conversion bits here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. Not a whole lot to say. Um, no. Last up for reveals, uh, like, model reveals, we have Space Marine Heroes. The next wave of them. And this time we're doing Ultramarines. And it's actually... Up until this point, I believe all Space Marine heroes have been firstborn, correct? I have no clue. Okay, I believe they've all been firstborn. So this is our first, like, Primaris armor-style releases of uh, Space Marine heroes. I I paid no attention to the Space Marine heroes. I know some people like them. I mean, people like blind boxes. Yeah. For me, this is a complete, like, pass. It's just, like, more unique designs that are good for uh, conversions, IMO. Like yeah. Like that uh, Captain or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the like the uh, plasma pistol arm, but everything else about it, I'm like, mm, that would work really good for uh, some sort of Captain. Like, replace that arm with, like, a sword arm or something. You got a sword and a power fist. <laughs> Wait, Classic you're, look. you're gonna you're gonna put a sword in his power fist? No, no, no. Instead of the gun arm, you put a sword arm. Right. So you have one arm is a sword, one arm is a power fist. But there's already a space marine captain like that, isn't there? Yeah, but that's a cool. But like this pose is way cooler. <laughs> Fair enough. I do like the paint job on the uh, on his cloak, though. I think that's yeah, a really good, that's nice job. You got nothing to say? I. You got a they, guy throwing they, a smoke they, grenade. They, that's it's goofy and I wish he had his helmet on uh-huh. um, also the faces of the two guys in the bottom like the bottom of the two pictures are not good the guy the guy specifically the guy with the uh, chain act or chain sword there yeah he looks like just the way like maybe it's just maybe if I zoomed in it would be a bit better but he looks like he's got like a werewolf face uh yeah that's one way to put it uh i thought it just looked like he'd been like a horrible fire but it's not even painted competently at that and the Mm. um the heavy intercessor guy i'm fine with his face it's just kind of i like painting like dark skin tones and this is not how you do it uh yeah I guess so. I've never tried because I'm terrible at painting skins. It's not terrible because they actually got some red in there, but the brown in the recesses looks like it's just like a brown wash and that sucks the life out of it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't do it for me. Also, I don't know if it's glossy, if it's painted to look shiny, which would be accurate to skin. Skin is shiny. But it just looks kind of splotchy to me. I don't know. Specifically the uh, heavy bolter guy? Yeah, the forehead. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It looks like there's an, there's an attempt at doing something like 
accurate, but they did it poorly. Oh well. That's my 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 take. Hot takes. Hot takes. Um yeah. all right, so that's all the reveals, kind of, but we had two little teases that I want to talk about. Uh first of all, they teased uh Epic Scale Heresy. Uh what's I have thought about doing a heresy force for a while, and if this is true, I will jump in on this and this will be my uh heresy <laughs> army. Uh will be for I, Epic. I <laughs> I guess I'm excited to see the models for that. Because yeah, but just like tiny. you talking, you just like you talking about fantasy and how everyone has uh, proxies that they print. There is a lot of epic scale mm-hmm. marines out there. So, what, what's the scale of those? Tiny. Um, it's like ten millimeter. The it's the same scale as Titanicus, so we'll just reuse those same minis. For the yep. nights. So I mean it's it's cool. I'm super uh, excited for it. I've never played Epic. Like it's never oh, I've never played it either, but I remember like going to the games workshop back in the day when I was a kid and seeing all the epic minis and just thinking how cool they all were. I've never even like I've seen pictures, but I've never seen them in real life. I've never the, They're very the small. game itself never like clicked with me why that would be cool. Because it's just um, bigger armies, right? Yeah, I I'm <laughs> I guess I'm down with that. Um, to me, it just like it doesn't have any special appeal. Uh, the appeal is seeing lots of minis. <laughs> <laughs> when but you have just... like when Terminators are like five to a base. Yeah, <laughs> but you're cool. presumably you're not rolling more dice or anything, so it's like you're just representing the same sort of yeah. sort of uh, game with more models. It means you can play with a warlord titan and not break the bank, which I admit is cool. And mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yeah, okay. In terms of what I can do and if I can put planes down and they actually make sense and they're not like zooming over in one oh, second. Imagine if you could take the Aeronautica planes and put them into the game too. Yeah, see, at that point, when you got like all of that, those aspects and like artillery makes sense because they're not bombarding someone who's like over there in the trees. Yeah, the, um, the fact that it's heresy though kind of makes me sad because okay, it'll just be Marines to, versus Marines at the start, but it's like, will they ever do non-Marine factions? Make your own. Solar I, I, I want Tyranid. They did Tyranids for Epic back in the day. I'd like to see them do them again. Tyranids aren't in Heresy. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. They're not there, but I would like yeah. to see Eldar are. from just the Heresy. Yeah, Eldar, Orcs, Mechanicum. Yeah. You could argue some Necrons woke up early. I don't know. <laughs> Hand wave it a bit. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um yeah. On top of that, they teased the next Kill Team box, which yep. was just a little teaser, and on the little uh, screen it said, like, Eldari Presence Detected or something. I like Eldar. So, it's definitely Eldar, but the world they're on is, like, at least from that picture, it seemed like green kind of jungle or foresty, so I'm wondering mm-hmm. if they're going to do Exodites. Um, yeah, it, it, that makes sense, I guess. Like, people really want Exodites. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it would work as a 
small kill team and then they don't really have to do much more past that. Yeah. I think people will be upset if they get that and not like dinosaurs. Sure. Um, Whatever. But... <laughs> I don't. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you buy yeah. the Seraphon models and you put them on those new dinosaurs and you call it a day. Yeah, and you play them as Windriders. Yeah. Easy. Uh, yeah, could be cool. Um, you know you know what? What what's shocking me is I was I was certain they would do Terminators versus Tyranids in Gallo Dark. Cause how can you do Space Hulk and not have Tyranids versus Terminators? I know. But they didn't. It's a travesty. It's... Yeah. I, I guess they're saving that for later. I'm assuming that will be <laughs> It's called Leviathan. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, they, they haven't shown new Gene Stealer minis yet, so I'm assuming when they do new gene stealers, it'll be first in the kill team box versus but, some like specialized Terminator unit or something. But now we're going away from the whole Space Hulk, aren't we? Well, it's crash landed on a planet, so I think it's now on this planet that oh, okay. Galadark has crashed on. So whatever it was on it. Okay, is now it's not on too planet. late. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, you could argue, oh, there were gene stealers just hiding and now now they're attacking this planet. Yeah. Or, or they're even still within it, so you could, you know, still use those corridors or whatever. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. You can come up with some bullshit justification. <laughs> hey, there's an ancient temple on here, and there is a sleeping Tyranid, you know, in hibernation of some kind. <gasps> oh no, the Necrons! Necron tier. Everyone, Necron. Ooh, now, now you're thinking. They're all gone. How so? Like, do you think in tenth edition? Let's just talk about tenth edition now. Sure. Some more. Um, do you think tenth edition they'll have the Necrons helping the Imperium to defeat the Tyranids? Um, because the Necron storyline kind of went nowhere in ninth. They didn't really do anything with that. And isn't yeah. the Silent King's whole thing is that he sees that the Tyranids are the ultimate threat to the galaxy, and that's I, why he, re- the Silent King, returned. I this is one of the the lore parts that I actually vaguely have heard some stuff about because I'm I'm not a big lore guy, um, but I did listen to some Eldar lore, which or, and stuff around the War in Heaven, well, <laughs> that War in Heaven at least. Um, and yeah, there is like the, the silent King was the guy who supposedly maybe traveled beyond the galaxy and saw them and came back and was like, ha these guys are bad news. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it makes sense, um, that they would, but I, I don't know how quickly 40 K lore progresses. So I don't know if that's intense. They do that. No, well, I mean, 40k lore didn't move at all until end of 7th, start of 8th. Mm-hmm. And now it's not moving, like, quickly, but at least they're doing stuff. Yeah. The question is, is what happens with the Tyranids attacking Terra? Like, they're clearly attacking Terra to get to the Emperor. Cause... The Custodes are going to sally forth and kill them all. You're probably right. All 10,000 of them. It, this to me, it'd be disappointing if they tear into his attack and they're like, and we killed them all. Job done. Maybe, maybe Valdor comes back with his 
his weird army of gnolls and winged blood angels and non-demon mm-hmm. warp entities. This is all stuff he has, apparently. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Huh. I want Baldor. I just want some sort of progression with the lore here. Rather than just, and it's over. Nothing happened. To me, it's all just like, all the lore is just like, it's so over the top. I can't get invested. Yeah, of course it's all over the top. It's 40k. Because it's like, oh, and then the Tyranids are attacking Terra and they have consumed 10 billion worlds on their way here. It's like, what does that mean? That's... What is that? It means whatever you want it to mean. Yeah, it's like, is that a normal Tuesday in the Empire? Oh, I don't know. Imperium, I guess I should say. It's not fantasy. Empire of Man. Imperium of Man. Yeah. I just outed myself as, I, I fucking despise lore. I hate lore. Not, lore is fun, but I don't keep up with it. Oh, I, I, I the most I do is I read these. I usually read the starter like the rule book lore from mm-hmm. the starter sets from the new edition. And then I'll read the lore in whatever codex I buy for the armies I play. And then I will peruse r slash 40 K lore. <laughs> I I used to read lore pretty, uh, pretty frequently when I was like in my teens. And I, I still remember like most of the lore for the fourth edition Tau codex, mm. um, which was pretty cool. Um, but nowadays, I I pick it up by by osmosis mostly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's fair. That's that's kind of me as well for the most part. Yeah, uh, unless there's a specific topic I'm interested in, like I did go out of my way to listen to Eldar lore because I was doing Eldar, and now I've been listening to Archeon lore because I'm painting Archeon. That's um. That's about I don't it. Know. I, I, you know, so uh, uh, what overall? What do you think about the Warhammer Fest reveals? Do you have a favorite? Uh, a favorite? Ooh, there well, were actually. Go. Some... Let, let, I'm, I'm going <clears> to <throat> skim back through the slides. Tell me if you want to you know, <laughs> something more you would like to say about something. I don't think I have anything unsaid, but um, there were actually like. It's simultaneously more and less than I. It's more than I expected, and more than I, less than I hoped for. Maybe. Um. I think the standouts to me are the um, Herald of Decay, the Herald of Nurgle, the Horseman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Horseman. Um, I think that's probably number one. If it uh, wasn't for Tyranids, I would agree. Yeah. No, obviously you're you have your bias there. Uh, I am absolutely biased. Uh, <laughs> but oh man, that Lord of Decay, I am I'm buying one, maybe two. <laughs> yeah, he he's super cool. Um I guess the the old world models um I I am uh, a big fan of actually. Um, well, I'll say actually hold on. I'm going to say this about the um Lord of Decay. Yeah. It sucks that that he's being released in a box set with other minis I don't want first. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's often the case. I know, I know. That's Games Workshop MO now is, hey, you want this new mini? Here, have some FOMO and buy shit you don't want. I no longer indulge in FOMO, so that's okay. Uh, well, yeah, I know. Exactly. It's like, well, this is going to be sitting in my backlog for 10 years, so... I'm still I, I waiting wait. for Kasserkin. They'll be One terrible day. by the time I get them, but they'll still be cool. Uh, yeah. Um, and you like the Tomb King? Do you like the Tomb King or the Bretonian guy more? I think the Tomb King is a better model, mm-hmm. but I like Knights better. That tracks. Um, so I, I I could see myself getting those two and painting them up for some like casual competition or something, or just for fun. That'd be cool. Um. And then I actually spent some time uh, yesterday just looking at the um, Stormcast Warcry team. Mm -hmm. And I discovered some details that I couldn't really, uh, that I didn't really see the first time uh, that I quite liked. Um, Yeah, which is? Which is the uh, lady that is my favorite model, the two sword lady, Mm -hmm. has a, has a lion helmet, which I think means she's like a knight questor or something like that. Oh, yeah. Doesn't um, the lion mean that they're like the leader of the squad? But I guess a bunch of these people have lions. Uh, I think the lion head uh, helm specifically is one of the whatever orders or something. And oh, okay. I, I just like it, it sort of elevated the model a bit more to me. So um, although these guys aren't like mind blowing, um, I like them a lot. Yeah. I think this skull helmet's still more Lego headed than the uh, Dark Reapers are for Eldar. That people I would not use the skull face, <laughs> or I would have to do a Skeletor voice every time he did something. Yeah, uh, I think my standout are the Barb Gaunts. I really like them a lot. Yeah, uh, though if you look at them from another angle, which I don't have up on the slides, they also have like one of those weird. Parasite guys on their back, like the Neurogaunt and Neurotyrant have. That's a lot. Uh, is this a multi? No, it's not a multi-part kit. No, or these are all push fit. Yeah, these start. They specifically said no glue required. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> sure, I'm, I'm cutting all the stems and gluing it all, anyways. But yeah, <laughs> I, I will say the um, I I do really like the uh, the brain bug. Yeah, the Neuro Tyrant. Yeah. And I, I actually saw some some pictures from Warhammer Fest, which showed the uh, Screamer Killer next to other stuff. Mm-hmm. And he definitely looks better as part of an army. An army. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the I, photos of the demo games? Yes. Man, those were just base-coded minis, and that's it. <laughs> It looks like someone painted them up in like a day, the day before or something. Like, okay, let's just uh, on real quick. the basis with the uh, those were some sad bases. Well, well, here's the interesting thing is that the Tyranids were painted in the old Leviathan color scheme with like red, red scything talons and all that. I didn't notice that. I just noticed the bases were like, here's a base with some sand and some scattered rocks and grass tufts. Uh, okay. And it was not great, but I mean, I guess the. I mean, they're for demo game. People are gonna probably wreck them a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want this stuff put out where people can touch them. I mean, I freak out if people touch my models in games. Um, I I generally don't care if people touch my minis. I suppose. Oh, don't touch my models. I mean, I I generally only play with friends, and I trust my friends. So I don't trust anyone. 
Um, <laughs> even myself. <laughs> oh, I don't think... Did we talk about how... I don't think we talked about this because we weren't really talking rules, but in 10th edition, you cannot land on top of objective markers. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, so A, I'm very excited because now you, I actually have a use for making custom objective markers and those objective markers that Games Workshop sells. Mm-hmm. Right? Because why would you buy them if you can't like oh, really oh. use them the same way? When you said land, I thought you meant like can't jump on them as in no no like you can't end your turn in. on top of them anymore okay but so they those all, are the, the markers have to be visible at all times okay yeah, yeah okay so um, a really cool for thematic games going forward now you can make like you know cool yep. objective markers yep. b no more of i place my knight on top of this marker now you don't have an idea of where it is <laughs> i've never had that issue but um well, I saw people complaining, being like, oh, well, you know, if you put your things right, then large models will have problems getting close. But it's like, that's kind of the way it is now already. That's the point. And let me let me just do a quick measure. I have Archeon standing beside behind me. Uh, objectives in 40K are six inches across. And he's got a giant-ass base. Yeah. Uh, he would indeed cover an entire uh, objective. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's better. I think it's a good change, uh, both for gameplay and for aesthetic reasons. Yeah. Uh, I, some people are salty. I think those people are babies. Grow up. I don't think it changes a lot, honestly. It might make it difficult for some armies, though. Wait, yeah, because if you... Let's say you have an objective that's, like, between two buildings. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, and like getting I, mini, like getting minis on it. Yeah, it could be hard for a knight, for instance, to actually like get a charge onto your unit that's holding the objective because it's being blocked by the objective. Well, I mean, it again, it depends if Games Workshop missions will have dedicated spots where objectives and or terrain must go. But it's also a you know if you're playing in a casual day with your friend, you know you're going to make sure you place objectives in places where knights can get it. Or let's say if it's in a building, you could just say, well, you're close enough with your knight. It well, just counts. Tournaments will typically have their own uh, setups. Mm-hmm. And maybe they maybe they take that into account. I personally wouldn't be surprised if they uh, uh, rule it that you can stand on objectives instead. Oh, I'd be, I'd be furious. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not furious, but I don't think they should. I know people are all mad, like antsy about Games Workshops with their combat cards being like, oh, this is how you play in the court rules is you use these cards to like mm-hmm. generate things. And people are like, well, that's not going to work for tournaments. It's like, well, no, they said this is for the core, core free rules. I have a yeah. strong feeling that they are going to have separate tournament rules. I think they pretty much already said that. And if not, then tournaments are just going to pre-roll the missions. I, I, it's for me, it seems like games workshop wants to have a stronger tournament presence. Um, they've kind of, I feel like they've already started to do that. Ninth is very much that. A bit. Yeah. So I think 10th is, you know, it's a good fresh start. They've really seem keen on doing this edition. Right. Quote, I'm just not quote, convinced that means. they, they always know what's best because if you've seen like map layouts suggested by games workshop for competitive play, it's terrible. It's way too open. 
not enough terrain. And sometimes they have like, oh yeah, you have some dense cover on this map, but it's out on the sidelines where it doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Tournaments will do their own uh, styles. And... Well, so in boarding actions, they have, hey, this is how you will set up the walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's really good change for that. And because then they can ha- set it up so specific missions where you place objectives, everything, it fits. So yeah. Games Workshop for tournaments were to say, you will have this kind of building here, this kind of building here, here's who the objectives are. Then you can tailor your list to, I guess you wouldn't tailor your list for a specific whatever. But let's say for a tournament, I don't know, maybe each, let's say it's a best of three. I know they don't really do that in, Warhammer because games are too long but you could be like you know each player vetoes a mission or something like that that their army would do worse on well I, I mean currently too like when you uh, if you rock up to a tournament you know ahead of time which missions you have and how the terrain is going to be laid out so that's already uh, a thing that tournaments do I don't play tournaments so I wouldn't know uh, I, I do sometimes now sometimes. Um, so you, you have your map layout and if you really kind of try hard, like I did my last one, I I was like pre-measuring stuff like in, in, in my list building states, like mm-hmm. trying to figure out like how far do I need to, ch- if I deploy here, what's and my how, advance? How'd that go for you? I mean, it worked out, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of variables. I was going to say, you, maybe you lost first round anyways. <laughs> I, I lost round two against Knights because the map was not good. <laughs> Um, but that's where I don't trust Games Workshop to mm. actually make maps that are properly balanced because we've seen what they do and they like open shooting galleries and that doesn't work for a lot of armies. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, I'm very excited. Uh, I still got to figure out how to do my Tyranid guns, but aside from that, <laughs> you here. So, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to rant about this for a hot second. Go for it. The reason I don't like, I really like the ready orange that they did on the barb gaunts, which is what I have up right now. Mm-hmm. And like with the orange sort of glow, not glow, but you know, the pustules. Yeah. Orange pustules, let's say on the gun. I don't know how I feel about like the bright red, like barb at the end, but mm-hmm. whatever, that's neither here nor there. Um, but I already do my Tyranid arms this sort of red color to signify, to signify like a weapon thing. So specifically, it, I think it looks good on the um, weapons that turn into scythe. So maybe on the non-scythe weapons, I leave them fleshy and then just the guns are that sort of red color. That would be on theme. Yeah, that the only the weapons themselves have that red. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, maybe you're overthinking this, and maybe you just do... Absolutely, I'm overthinking it. I'm fucking spiraling. I've been thinking about this for years, dude. <laughs> Literally <Circling> years. <laughs> even before I updated my scheme, um, even with my old scheme, which is similar, I just changed some colors around in the processes a bit to make it uh, quick. Uh, I still I couldn't decide what to do with the guns, so I did them like half red, half black sort of thing, 
and it looks like uh, no bueno, let's say. <laughs> so uh, it's been something I've been struggling with for a long time. And uh, like I said to you, I was like, man, I should pay pay uh, some good painter for a coaching lesson and just be like, tell me what to do. You're, you're a smart man. <laughs> At that point, it's, it's not coaching, it's consulting. Yeah. I paid a hundred dollars for a one hour coaching session. So someone could say, just do whatever. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Make them red. Yeah. Ah, I'm definitely overthinking these things, but I think you should just do one of them like this and see how you like it. Yeah. The problem is, is I started messing around with test schemes, but then, I hate how things look unless I sit down and actually like try to paint it properly. Yeah. And in my brain, I'm like, Oh, let's test this thing out. I just like kind of slap paint on. And then obviously it looks bad because it's not. Yeah, well. yeah. I've done that before where it's like, I tried, but I, I use like contrast paint just to get color on quickly. And I'm like, I hate the look of this. It's like, yeah, no shit. You didn't paint it good. Yeah. So it's a, it's a real uh, me shooting myself in my foot sort of scenario. Um, but I just uh, printed off three new uh, of those 10th edition Termagons someone sculpted. And maybe I'll paint those up later today. And mess with some different gun schemes on them. I, I, I printed more off because I want to test how to airbrush my scheme. Mm -hmm. And see what the most efficient way is. Because I do want to get minis painted and played on the table and not spend 10 years to for each one. I mean, that's what I'm doing with Ar Ar Archeon right now. Trying to get them done and telling yeah. myself that if I'm really like unhappy, unhappy you can go with... back later. Yeah. And, and for once, it doesn't feel like I'm telling myself a lie. Mm -hmm. It feels like, yeah, no, I can actually do that. Because I've already done it with like the wing membranes, which I've painted like four times. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. Well, that's the thing with my Tyranids is the my new scheme. It's skin is Wraithbone. I do this like turquoisey blue wash on it, and then I you know go back with the Wraithbone mm -hmm. to you know uh, bring that back up. And honestly, I could just leave it there for most of it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my things have that blue wash on it. Like all the red has that blue wash. So now I'm thinking, okay, I base coat everything first. Then I do the blue wash and then blah, 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 blah. And go from there. So I'm really honing in on the process of how to paint them quickly. <laughs> and, and to a level where I'm actually mostly satisfied. I tried dry brushing. I, I tried doing the blue wash, then dry brushing the Wraithbone on afterwards. Yep. But I don't think I, I don't, I don't like how that came out. Nah, I, I tried doing a bit of that on Archeon's like black parts too, like highlighting up with dry brushing like very lightly. Mm -hmm. It didn't it didn't end up. I'm not good at dry brushing. Like no matter what Stained. I dry brush, it always comes out a little dusty looking. Yeah. And I know if you're good at dry brushing, that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not it's not a skill I've practiced a lot. But sometimes when I do dry brush, I'm like, man, that looks good. Like yeah, when I um I did dry brush the... like a tank or something, and I'm like, oh, that you know looks fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I I did for uh, for Archeon for the um the ridges on his back, like the armor plates and all that. 
and uh yeah it looks good like mm -hmm. I, I got all the edges done in like no time and a little bit got on the flat areas so it's it's given it a bit of color a bit of texture a bit of uh extra pop i'm satisfied overall that's good all right man uh i think that's it for our episode Heck if yeah. you want to uh, send us an email, our email is passthepaintpod at gmail.com. Our Instagrams are linked in the show notes if you want to look at our stuff so you can determine if you think uh, our advice is worth listening to. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Check out our YouTube page. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, I don't know. Is That's what people say. Don't forget to smash the up button. Mm -hmm. Replay our video on. So now that I have one. all these slides made, I'm thinking I need to do a new video for my personal channel about the Tyranids <laughs> and just go way more in depth about every single one. So once I'm finished up editing this, that might be my next week, like next weekend project. Make sure to shill our podcast on your private video that actually gets views. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why that got views. I, <laughs> I did a dumb clickbait title. Yeah. So I'll, I'll do a dumb clickbait title for this uh, release and see what, <laughs> how this goes. Make a really dumb, uh, some sort of really stupid. The old uh, world is dead on arrival. Here's no, why. It's gotta be about 10th. People are more interested about 10th edition right now. Oh. So I'll, I'll, I'll do something like, the only correct takes about the new box. <laughs> I like it. Ugh. Hate myself saying that. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, cool. Thanks for listening. Have We're out. yourselves a good one. Yeah. See ya. <laughs>